Blog Talk Radio. show as always for you tonight we have some excellent discussion about Todd Stock if you weren't there you'll still enjoy this show because we have other things going on and we're also going to make this an arena show we will be getting a call from somebody at Hi-Fi Records John Tita who is a representative there we'll find out more about him and about Hi-Fi Records the new record company for Todd's album Arena which is forthcoming of course the word out is that that may be out uh, digitally this month or next month, July. That's tomorrow's July. And then the actual CD release may be August, September time frame. That is the rumor. So you're in the loop. All right. I'm going to open up the chat room right now. So if you want to chat, you're welcome to do that. And if you don't see it, just refresh your page and it'll get started for you. And we got special host tonight with me. We got Pippi. Famous from Todd Stock, one of the wildest and funnest and partiness girls there. Not really. She was fun, though. Right, Pippi? Hi, Doug. I sure had a lot of fun, yes. Absolutely. I'm still having got, fun thinking about it. Yeah. We got Cruiser Mail on the line as well. Uh, well, I thought we did. Let's see. Let me make sure Cruiser Mail's with us. She's calling in late. She must have been still dreaming of Todd Stock last night. All right, hold on. We're going to get her on in a minute. I've also got a call from... Five one five six two. Who's with me? This is Brian. Brian, what's going on? Hey man, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I was there. You calling in early, man? <laughs> I want to make sure I could uh, rave about the rave. I hear you. All right, chat room's <laughs> open, folks. Get on there. Brian, I'm going to be back with you in just just a minute. All right. Sounds good. We'll make a couple announcements. Sorry, man. This is going to be a wild show. I can tell already. We've already got calls coming in. Cruise Mail, you with us? Hello. All right, good deal. Sorry I'm a little crazy already. I was trying to make a clip for the show, which I will continue to make because it's going to be fun. I'm going to play in a little while. It's almost done, and then here time sneaks up on you. So let me make a couple announcements, and we'll get into talking about Todd Stock and the Arena album. First thing is that Todd is on tour. If you did not know this, then I'm glad you're out of the cave. You can get the information, all of it, on Todd Rundgren Music. At MySpace, it's MySpace.com backslash Todd Runger Music. That is the official Todd Runger site, and then it's run by a nice lady named Lynn who works for Panacea Entertainment, Eric Gardner's group, and she's been on the show already. So check it out there, and also, of course, TRConnection.com always has the latest tour information as well. 
So visit those sites and you'll get the dates. There was a show last night in Cleveland. We're looking for callers. If you went to that show, give us a call and let us know about it. Of course, you've probably already heard about the Oshkosh show. It was uh, quite entertaining. Todd swallowed a bug during one of the songs. It was Courage and had to stop and cough it up, I guess, or maybe end up eating it. I don't know, but it's very, very funny and sad story at the same time. So uh, if you went to Todd's talk and you don't know how to get photos to Todd in them, shoot me an email, and I'm going to send you to EJ, and she'll give you the scoop. My email, of course, is rungunradio at earthling.net. Also, if you're in L.A. and you enjoyed Diane, the masseuse that was at Todd Stock, she is offering 30 bucks off for you. If you're a Todd Stocker and you live in L.A., shoot me an email, and I'll get you her contact information so you can get another reflexology and massage combo package. How about that? Greg Hawks is scheduled right now. We've got him scheduled for next Monday, same time, 8 o'clock Eastern. I haven't confirmed that yet, but I've got a good feeling about it, so... We kind of had some conversations back and forth, and I think that's a good date for him. So we're going to try to make that happen. If not, we'll reschedule it. Just be checking out the page, and that's probably going to happen next Monday night at 8 o'clock. And last but not least, Toddle Heads, they're on the way. We had a few at Toddstock, so you may see some photos floating around. We had a couple of dozen. They look really good. They're a little sensitive, so um, you've got to be careful with them. But they do look good, and they'll look fine on your fireplace mantle and hopefully they'll be here soon they're coming by boat from china it takes a while as soon as we get them we'll ship them out to you so that'll probably be sometime here in july so that's all i got for announcements unless cruiser mail or pippi have some type of announcement i'm missing i just want to say aloha so you guys can hear me right yes yay yay aloha aloha Mahalo. texas aloha, Brian. represented We've got, yeah, we've got Texas well represented. We had Texas well represented out in Kauai, didn't we? You sure did. That Texas was one of the bigger ones. I'm yeah. saying Mahalo. It's Mahalo. Mahalo for saying Aloha. How about that? There you go. But yeah, we got, oh, that's right. We got two Texas girls on tonight. Texas and Alabama. The South will rise again. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeehaw. So let me remind you again. We got uh, some high five records representation coming on in about an hour. So we'll be talking about Arena tonight, and we're also going to be uh, getting some surprise calls, I hope, from some fun people that were also at Todd Stock. And we already got another call in, so why don't we get started with 562. Brian, what do you got for us? Hey, what's up, what's fellow up? Todd fans of the world? <laughs> wow, that was just an incredible experience. Todd Stock was um, amazing. My wife and I came there. She didn't know that much about Todd. Um, however, I've been a fan since 1989 when I saw him at the uh, the Nearly Human tour in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and uh, picked up a copy of Something Anything, and pretty much changed my my life. Where are you from? I'm from Long Beach, California. Okay, so you came in from California. Yeah, I might have to get that uh, massage therapy. There you uh, go. Touting. Yeah, some people <laughs> did it. My wife did. It. She loved it, so it was really good. And I know Michelle got one as well. She was pleased with it. So. Yeah, Diane was one here, of course. I just want to say um, I got a couple comments about Todd Stock. Um, right. First of all, um, I, I just want to compliment it. Uh, the, the caliber of people, Todd's fans are just so giving and so smart, and I, I can't think of enough positive adjectives to say about the people there. It was just great. So, what was the most uh, fun thing you did? Let me let me ask you two of them. One. Off-site okay. and on-site, what were the two most fun things that you did? Okay, well, off-site uh, was definitely, the highlight for me was definitely the um, the hike. I went on the hike Thursday morning with Todd and uh, 
uh, some Todd heads. And uh, it was. Um, let me tell you something. The guy, you know, he's he's not 60 years old. He might be in age, but he was kicking our butts all the way up that hill. Yeah, I heard that was pretty grueling. Oh man, I mean, you know, and I'm not. I'm 40 years old. I'm not. I'm in pretty good shape, but I tell you, he put me to shame. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. And you know the the rocks were really slippery, and and there were other you know minor things. There was a rain that morning, so there was some added pressures going yeah. up and down the hill. But um, no, he was he was a great uh, great host and great guide, and he le- led us to this uh, really beautiful secluded beach at the end of it. So it was real nice. So. Yeah. So was there a lot of interaction with him, or he pretty much from what I heard, he just got on the road and took off. That's exactly what happened. I was I was kept keeping up with him for probably two tenths of a mile, and then all of a sudden, boom, he was off. He shot up that hill like a bat out of hell. All right. Uh, Noah. Uh, add a comment no, about the hike, Brian. No meatloaf. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. The funniest part for me in the hike was when we did get down to that beautiful secluded beach. I turned mm-hmm. around and and <clears throat> this experience has just burned into my brain. There's the uh, writer of, you know, flesh and uh, Love of the Common Man, and oh, so many songs that have just rocked my world, and he's eating hard-boiled eggs out of a Ziploc. <laughs> and, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I pretty much tattooed that image on my brain, and, it, you know, there you go. that's what I took away from that hike mostly. It was amazing, <laughs> though. <laughs> oh, man. I remember that as well. Um, as far as the other things that were going on, I'm a little, I'm a musician as well. I play in a couple bands here in the L.A. area, cool. and um, I, I brought my saxophone with me, to the uh, event, and uh, I really didn't find the opportunity to to play um, with Todd or really with anybody else. It just I guess it just wasn't that kind of event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you know a lot of musicians could be like maybe that were you know love Todd could come in and just and sit in with him or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that kind of event. It was more like a a uh, an event for the fans. More or less. You know what, Brian? This- this is Mel here. I was hey, I Mel. kept hoping it would become something like that. Maybe not sitting in with Todd, but I was hoping. Uh-huh. I mean, I know Squeezebox guy showed up with his accordion, and uh-huh. Bobby Strickland was there with his horns, and you were there with your horns. I, I kept hoping somebody would just, oh, you know, bay I, at the moon with their sax. Oh, I really wanted to do that, but I was afraid Todd wouldn't think that was appropriate. Uh, no, we had Steve. Steve was playing guitar a lot from Aspen. And yeah. then, of course, you had uh, Kenny Emerson and them did a show one night. Oh, wow. There was some music going on. The problem is, Mel, you were on the wrong side because you were always at the Tiki Bar. <laughs> Mel, <laughs> As a matter of fact, there was, an, and I know that I'm not going to uh, spoil it for Pippi because I know she wants to tell this story, but, you know, there's also a big sing fest one night. So there was <laughs> lots of music going on. Now, you know, not as much maybe as some people would have expected, but uh, there was a lot of stuff going on. So what are your bands called? Uh, one of the well, my name's Brian Grace. Um, you can find me at uh, my own personal music on my own website if you don't mind. Maybe I could give that out. Give it uh, out. My music's pretty Todd influenced, and Make maybe it happen. we'll see what happens. But uh, I've got a band here. Uh, it's a Stones cover band that I, I play in, actually. Fine. Rolling Stones. Yeah, fun. And and um, and I and I do my own thing, and I also play in a band in San Diego with uh, uh, classic rock songs. So, so what was your I'm, website? Uh, it's www. dot. Uh, I'm sorry. www. dot. Brian Grace. Sorry. One more time. <laughs> I'm nervous. Take three. Sorry. Uh, www. dot. Soundclick. dot uh, com slash Brian Grace. 
Oh, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Sound clear. Yeah, I've heard of that. Now, what was the that was your off-site thing? What was the most fun that you had on-site on the property? Um, basically just hanging out and uh talking with people and and just getting the the spirit of com- Todd camaraderie or Todd Rodery, I call it. <laughs> was it what you expected now that you look back before you went and now that you've gone? Was it pretty much what you expected or were you just blown away by the whole thing? Um it was. I was blown away by um, just how nice uh, Todd and Michelle were the whole time. I know that it was probably kind of, a, you know, I don't know what the word is, not a drag, but just kind of um, a thing where, you know, I, Todd wanted us to be there. I know that. But, you know, they were really gracious hosts when they could have, you know, not spent a lot of time with, with people. But I, I think he gave everybody a fair amount of time with him, either in a group setting or one-on-one, which I was really impressed with. And for a rock star to be able to do that with his fans is, is pretty impressive. Yeah, Todd was very – I'd have to say so. Todd was very interactive uh, hanging out with people every night pretty much. It was pretty fun. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Michelle, of course, was uh, – you know, everybody knows that. Was, she was the best host you could ever imagine. She was great. She'd come out with breakfast every time and just was really nice to everybody. She was a blast. So we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking about her a lot tonight. Yeah. So uh, what else do you have? What are the some good well, memories you got from Todd's? Well, stuff? the food was really good mm-hmm. every night. Yep. Um, the, I never made it to breakfast. <laughs> I never made it to breakfast because I was always sleeping in or hung over the night before that. Did you camp out every? Did you camp out and still didn't make? No, camp? we stayed in uh, Princeville actually, uh, at a condo. This really nice little condo um, in Princeville. Uh, uh-huh. So we had to kind of make the commute down the. Uh, the highway every day, but you know, of course, it's a beautiful drive down to Todd's place, and sure. you know, we 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 enjoyed, you know, even driving was just a pleasure there in uh, Kauai. So, um, I also the one of the best times I had uh, was talking with Bobby Strickland. Yeah. Now I I I ate dinner with him, and he's a real nice guy, just mm-hmm. just real, and he's real smart and really knowledgeable about music, obviously. Sure, and he was having a blast. Oh yeah, I could tell. Yeah, and we, I, you know, I, I, it's really funny because I, I, um, he was on the hike as well, and he he was in, in in great shape. He's, you know, got a couple of years on me, but he was passing me up, trying to catch up with Todd, <laughs> doing a pretty good job too. I think yeah, he, uh, he was, you know, kept up with Todd on the way back, so uh, uh-huh. he was in great shape. I guess all that saxophone playing must have helped his lungs. There you go. As right. it does mine, but not so much. Yeah. Did you make any friends that uh, you did not have before? I know you've been to a lot of shows, obviously from the past and everything. You met your Todd Head friends, etc. Did you Did you find any new ones while you're out there? Yeah, I um I met a couple new friends, and one guy I really like to get in touch with. He lives in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Jim something. I never got his last name, but uh, mm-hmm. if he's listening, um, I got some great pictures for him, and I and I like to submit them to you as well. Okay. Here on yeah. The well, website, so. I'm gonna. Just shoot me an email, and I'll tell you where to where to I'll tell you where to go, so you can get information about where to submit them. There's actually something set up for people. Okay. To do and just to let Sounds you know, good. people that weren't there, eventually Todd and Michelle are going to launch a public viewing album of pictures. They're going to kind of take the ones they like and that kind of thing, and edit out the ones they don't. And you'll get to see some pictures soon enough. And I, I can't wait till you do because it's really we we try to do it justice here on on the radio show. But I'm going to tell you something. Till you've seen it, it's just. <laughs> It's hard to describe the view that he has on the property. It's it's quite amazing. But anyway, Brian, I appreciate your call, man. Hey, listen, man, thanks a lot, and uh, mahalo. Yeah, mahalo. Glad you enjoyed it. My friend, and uh, 
I can't wait for the new album to come out, and I'm seeing Todd also. He's playing at the Key Club in L.A. and yeah. also San Juan Capistrano, and I'm seeing both shows. So. Oh, well, there'll be some Todd stalkers there. I know Darnell's going to be there. And Darnell? O.C. Sherry. Okay. Darnell and O.C. Sherry. I don't know if you met them, but they'll be there. O.C. Sherry. I'll have to yeah. write that Look, down. Everybody, wear, Y'all wear your Todd stock shirt. You'll be easy to spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put that water around my neck, too. Yeah, that'll, that'll make it real obvious. That'll make it real obvious. Yeah, exactly. Just don't try that at the airport. Try right, your try doing? your badge and see if it works to get you backstage. Yeah, there you go. I'll oh, that's you. a great <laughs> idea. Thank you. <laughs> I don't really know that you need to be backstage anymore. I mean, well, I think we saw enough of Todd to last for a couple of years. You know, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man, uh, Todd heads unite. Uh, great talking to you. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, Todd's right. going to be, you know, typically people wait for him after show in the back or whatever. There's going to be nobody there because they all met him at Todd's Stock. He's going to be like, what happened to my fans? Uh, that's not really <laughs> Well, I hope he remembers me. I'm going to reintroduce myself and maybe throw him one of my CDs. So. Oh, there you go. Make it happen. Cool. All right, Brian. Good talk to you, man. Okay, you too, man. All right, Bye. All right. Pippi. Hey, I would not have outed myself about that sing-along if you hadn't mentioned it, Doug. Uh, I keep thinking of it as this sing-along that went on too long, and it was a little bit wrong, but we had a lot of fun doing it, and I think the Japanese fans were especially, since they invented karaoke, as they told me to pronounce it, I think I'm remembering it right. I thought it was cool. I was there and got to listen to it, and it it kind of brought a tear to my eye. Really? It it, it was touching. I thought Ron Dilsner's son, who unfortunately I didn't catch his name, but he had the, he's the little kid with a, oh, he's not a little kid, he's a young man, he had a a Got Runt t-shirt on, and he, when we couldn't remember the words, he filled them right in. So uh, props to him because he was uh, he was really the spirit of that sing-along. I remember that. I mean, he really knew the words very well. I mean, it was... Uh, His brain you know, is younger. It's more flexible. His what? <laughs> His brain. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. It's cool to see some youth, though, getting into music, isn't it? Oh, it was great. Yeah, so we're gonna that was a lot us. of fun. Yeah, you got to tell that story. We're, that's, we're getting ahead of ourselves on that on that story, though. But I just want to throw that in as music, so we're definitely going to have to talk about that. And I think some callers will be talking about it as well. We're loaded with callers, so we're going to have to move fast. And now, Pippi, you um, we'll, we'll cut here in about uh, a couple more calls, and, and you're going to have to. I know you got to go tonight, so I want to get your stories. But let's take a couple calls and clear that up, and then we'll we'll get into some of your stuff because I know you did a good job of remembering things. That's great. I like spending time with everybody that was there with us. I can't wait to hear what other people remember because I remember stuff that maybe we don't remember. So There you go. All right, our next caller is from area code 815. What's going on? Hey, Doug. Jim Stater. Hey, man, what's going on? Maybe that was you he was talking about. <laughs> did you hear that call? He's yeah, looking for a gym? Yeah, I did. No, I'm from Rockford, Illinois. I'm Hillage. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm your golfing buddy. I know who you are, buddy. Yeah. I, just, I didn't hear you said what city. I wasn't. I was, you know, trying to keep no, up. No, I no. just heard Jim, and I thought, hmm. Yeah, it's kind of in a hustle, but I get some place to be here, son. But I wanted to call in, man. I, I tell you, I just, I, uh, I'm still hungover, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, not, not Amen, the, brother. Not from the booze. I mean, you guys know I don't drink, but just from the lifestyle and just the peace and the serenity, and it was just like. The thing that I, I took the most away from it is there was, a, there was 150, 200 people, and the whole time I was there, I don't remember seeing anybody have any bad words for anybody, and we all worked together as a team. And it wasn't like there was a list that said, oh, Bob's signing up for this this day, and Joe's selling up for this, and John's signing up for this, and Pippi's signing up for this. It was just like whatever was at hand got done, and nobody said anything to anybody about it, that I heard at least. And, and, and
uh, you just don't see that in this day and age, you know. I agree. It was it was such a cool thing, you know. Um, it was just uh, an experience that, uh, you know, I tell my friends about today, and they said, man, you are so lucky. And I said, you do not know how lucky <laughs> I was. <laughs> and, and, yeah. You know, and I joke with people, and we used to always joke about kind of, you know, being fans and kind of being the chosen one, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was with 200 of the chosen ones. <laughs> and and it was just absolutely phenomenal, you know. It just, just the experience. And, you know, when Todd and Michelle would come down and, and, and chit-chat with us a little bit, nobody was dogging them. Nobody was asking them for something they weren't willing to do. It was just like... They were just like one of the gang, you know? Absolutely. And I, and I thought that was so cool, man. Yeah, well, it was really nice speaking of, you know, it was. it's kind of, you know, you, you got to think about, okay, when's it appropriate to try to get an autograph or picture if you don't uh-huh. have one of Todd and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Michelle set it up one day and told everybody, you know, that Todd was going to do that, was just going to come out for a little while and sign one morning, and he did, and Michelle sat down as well, and people took pictures and got autographs and just knocked yeah. it out. It was one of the later days. Yeah, but it was really nice of them to Thursday. do that. I mean, people brought guitars. They had, you know, yeah. pictures, shirts. Somebody got their arm signed, Android from Scotland for some reason. <laughs> I know. I, 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 mean, saw, I saw that. It was all kind of crazy stuff. It was. And, I, I you know, I, I felt when they announced that they were going to have them sign stuff, and I, I, I didn't bring anything because I just didn't want to ask because I just thought, you know, the gratitude of them just even inviting us, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to ask for something that's so impersonal, you know. I mean, the experience yeah. is more than a signature. But, boy, getting a comic book, and I think I bought a poster, and I was like, wow, cool, I got stuff for my family. <laughs> yeah, well, they gave the gift bag. That was another thing a lot of people yeah. wanted to know about. Swag. I don't know Swag bag. One. What's that? Swag bag. Swag bag. It felt bag like the Oscars, only so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it was. And, and that was cool. I mean, we took I took out on the flight at 1030 on Monday, and, and there must have been 18 of us on that flight. And I, I, we walk in, and I, I, we, were, we got there early. John and I got there early. And, you know, we're sitting there, and this guy comes up to me and goes, what's with all these T-shirts, man? <laughs> what's with all these red T-shirts? And I said, eh, it's kind of like a Mooney meeting, you know? They <laughs> <laughs> we were all laughing. And, you know, and in the airports, you know, when I got to Phoenix, you know, then there was less that went away, and there was just a few that were still on in Chicago. But it was really nice, and it I, I just couldn't. I couldn't ask for a better time ever. I mean, it's good to hear, man. I really enjoyed playing golf with you too. What a great day! Well, you too, what, man. You too. What, what overall would you say was your favorite thing about Todd Stock? Oh God, I. You know, I. I, I think to me, I, I really have to say it was the camaraderie of mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. and I, I got a real special deal about the hike. And you know, I was right with him when he hiked, and I'm I'm 46, and the guy's 14 years older than I am. <laughs> And the guy just hoofed. And, uh, you know, there, no, no moss was left under his seat, that's for sure. <laughs> and, I got you. <laughs> you know, and it, it was great. And another really great thing was the night you did the Q&A. And when I got home, I had to record it. And, I mean, it was wonderful, the answers that he gave uh, and, and, you know, how nice he was, you know. That, and the questions were so well thought out that it was uh, it was just phenomenal. I had to record it just to listen to it again, you know, kind of pinch myself, was I really there? That was a perfect <laughs> night. That was a really perfect night. It was, a, it was a nice night. It started out, for those of you who weren't there, I thought we weren't going to be able to do it for a minute because the, the big rain clouds came like it was going to storm, yeah. and then it just disappeared. So we, we got to do it, and it was wonderful. Todd was in a fantastic mood, and you, 
you couldn't see it, but he was drinking martinis, and he was in these pajama pants that were crossword puzzles and had a Rungan Radio <laughs> shirt on, and he was just talking it up, and he was very nice to everybody, you know, and uh, the questions were uh, very good, and, and everybody seemed to really have a good time. You know, because Todd was just in such a good mood, and you could see it, and you could hear it if you listened to it. And, oh, yeah. Um, everybody, you know, I think enjoyed that. And I heard the chat room was very active during the show, and they were having a good time as well. The folks couldn't be there. So uh, I'm glad you got a chance to get a piece of the action at least. The pictures, that was fun. Yeah. The pictures were cool. I, You know, I, some people that I communicated with, and one of the things that I, I feel like I really neglected it was getting other people's email addresses. And I, and I hope when when uh, the guy who did the banners there um, that had everybody sign the banners with their email address and we're supposed to get a copy of that, that, you know, I follow up. And I follow up with some of the people, and then I found out about the site where they're dumping photographs. Mm-hmm. And I was through that last night, and I it was just like reliving it over again, seeing yeah. the photographs. And it was just like, mm-hmm. wow, 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 wow. And I looked at my photographs, and I go, oh, well, I missed taking this. But somebody else did, and tonight I think I'm going to have time to try to dump all my photographs down there, too, and, you know, so you, you guys can enjoy them as much as yeah, I have. Yay! Uh-huh. Yay! Uh-huh. You know, there's going to be video. Great, I got some great shots from the concert. And oh, was, you got to put them up. There's going to be some good video coverage, too, eventually, of lots of things. It was really hard to shoot that concert to the way they stood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah, what good. was up with that? It was the sun. I think the sun was in their eyes, Mel. You know, they had to face that direction because they would have been facing straight into the setting sun. That's they were I, all faced, they were all faced towards the center towards Todd though. And I think I think to me I got a little bit from it as they played that way, uh, because kind of that's what you do in a rehearsal, and that's what he said it was. And he also had an audience in his living room, <laughs> and I think he wanted them to see that too. Yeah, my guess is it had something to do with the video. It may have had something to do with where the cameras were and those type of things too. Yeah. Did a lot he of like that in Cleveland? Does anyone know? I don't know. I was going to go to Oshkosh, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Dude, maybe their chakras were in total alignment. It was yeah. such a groovy, groovy scene. Oh, yeah. I totally doubt they're doing the show like that. I think it's just <laughs> no. a video. No. And probably the way the stage was set up and some other reasons. But oh, oh, Hey, we had a 360-degree view. Yep. Right. It was beautiful. If you, if you haven't seen, the guy that took pictures um, of Oshkosh, I think his name was Mike Weldon. I need to give him credit. Phenomenal shots, of Oshkosh. Oh, we got to see those. Yeah. They are killer. I, hmm. when I saw them, I was like, God, I wish my name was on those pictures. Are they on TRC? They're on TRC, and okay, I cool. think it's Mike Weldon, and they're great okay. photographs. TRConnection.com. You go to concert and tour information. Hillage, I appreciate the tip too to chase down Steve Hillage for a show. If anybody out there knows how to get in touch with him, shoot me an email. Radio, Earthlink.net. All right, man, we're gonna let you run unless you got something you want to throw in at the last second. No, that's it, Doug. Thanks so much, and uh, it was nice meeting you and your wife. Pippi, it was nice meeting you, and uh, I did not take part of the sing-along other than Just One Victory, and I, it was one of those nights I was just there, and I just needed some on my own personal space, mm-hmm. and my tent was right around the corner, and I tell you, hearing you guys go was just awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I sat in the tent. And did you say awesome or awful? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. It, it was, was a like, little intimidating, I think, singing the songs, you know, any moment the writer could have come down. But somebody pointed out that sometimes the writer himself forgets the words. So I know, that kind of just, let everybody off the hook. It was just awesome. It was a great deal. I wanted to be by myself to get some time to myself to get home. But listening to you guys sing all those songs was just like the greatest uplifting. And this that this is a miraculous thing that we got to do. And hopefully the old boy says, 70, we're rocking again. Yes. There you go. Please. Talk to you guys later. All right, man. See you, Thanks Jim. Thanks for Billy. letting me be part. 
Hit Edge on TR Connection. That was I did. You know, there was a lot of good songs singing. Y'all did a great job. I mean, I was over there. I got in a little bit, but I I um I think am I? You correct me if I'm wrong, um, Pippi. That didn't Steve wasn't he playing guitar and the accordion was going as well at some point? Yeah, the accordion was really our primary instrument, which I thought was hilarious and worked really well. I mean, it Chuck did. from I believe from Cincinnati. And his wife, Debbie, they, they did uh, a great job. Debbie's got a great singing voice, so she was kind of one of our anchors as well. There was a little bit of guitar, mm-hmm. uh, but the accordion was really uh, it was an old-fashioned, uh, turn-of-the-last-century kind of sing-along. There you go. All right, that was Jim. Let's take another call right quick. I got some folks on hold. I'll get with you soon. I got uh, 434-916-561. I think that's Bricker and EJ probably, or Steve maybe. But let's go with 216 first. What you got? Is this Doug? This is. Doug, Pippi? Yeah. Yes. Uh, this Thank is you, Mike. Bobby. Mike from Baltimore. Oh, Mike. How are you guys? Good. Hi, I'm Mike. Good. So uh, I, I actually just got home from Todd Fest, uh, Todd Stock last night. Braggart. And uh, had a little bit of a delay getting back, and uh, so I just got back. My bags actually just got back today, so it's oh. been kind of a crazy week, but uh, phenomenal week, huh? Man. What did what did we miss after everybody left? Anything? Well, I took off Monday night. Uh, I just had I had to, I took a red eye out of uh, Kauai Monday night, and I had to go to work in Las Vegas Tuesday morning. Mm. So it was a rough, rough week, mm. and uh, you know, kind of a 180 degrees of separation between the two worlds of Todd Stock and then uh, you know my day job. So what do you think about uh, Todd Stock? I thought it was phenomenal. Um, you know, Doug, I heard you asking before, was it what you expected? And I, I don't know that anybody could have expected the way it turned out. That's right. Um, yeah, I just, I never in my wildest dreams would would have imagined it to be the way it was. Uh, I got there early, so I had, uh, um, you know, kind of the pleasure of being one of the first ones there and kind of meeting people as they came and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just building the friendships. And, you know, Doug, I heard you ask one of the callers, you know, about meeting people and stuff like that. Um, you know, this past week, I mean, I've been emailing people all over the country mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, trying to figure out, what, you know, when are we going to meet up at another show <laughs> um, and stuff like that. So it was just awesome. you know, really, really phenomenal. What's that, Pippi? I said Austin, July 19th. We're a commune kind of town. Austin, everybody, okay. Everybody come we're, down. We're going to stay at your place? You can camp in my yard. I'm not going to build you a shower, though. <laughs> okay. Well, I've, I've heard, of course, you know, the talk is that when we when we tour now around the country, uh, Pippi, for camping in your yard, we'll build you a tiki bar. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I've yeah, developed think... a sick addiction to uh, the pearl onion martini. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of talk from Kathy Lee about doing Todd Fest West maybe again, and, and maybe they'll do it where uh, it'll be a camp out instead of everybody getting hotels. That'd be kind of funny. Oh, yeah, that would really be good. Yeah, there's going to be a common bond with people for a while. It's kind of like anything where you disappear for a week or two and spend time with people, you know, like camp or boot camp or whatever you want to call it, you know, these type of things, training classes, you know, you just – you just always have that common bond, and uh, yeah. it's going to be fun at shows now going, hey, I remember you from Todd Stock. You know, I didn't get to talk to you, but 
or I did or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. That was yeah. All, it was already a bond. I think when uh, the people I know here in Texas that we see at shows, we already have a, a shorthand for dealing with each other, and it's just like seeing your favorite cousin at a you know family reunion and running off and playing. But um, more so now. I mean, I think this really adds to that shorthand. It's just an experience. I'm so glad that I can keep debriefing about. Because yeah. I don't want to stop thinking about it. Uh-huh, you yeah. don't want to give it uh, up. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I was glad to see you were doing the show tonight for that same reason. Yeah, so we keep it going for a little while. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, there's people who didn't get to go, but they're going to have to live through our, our memories here. And we'll try to give more details because I know we're raving about it, but they need to know some stuff that we did. And, and of course, it would be good to remind people that we're there that may have forgot some things that we did. <laughs> have some fun with that, too. Yeah, but one thing yeah. that's cool is to, about meeting at a central place like that is that there are certain people that, you know, I, I know from the Thai community, from the Internet and whatnot, and I may not ever see them again, but it was an opportunity to meet them because they're going to go to shows somewhere else that I may not be. Like I can go to Texas and I can go to the south, and you never know where I may end up. But, the, you know, I might not ever go to Detroit, for example, and see Dustin 29 Patrick again, who was, you know, probably had the most fun, I think, at Toddstock of all the people and was there being very helpful before it even started. You know, but then there'll be some people that I will see, like the Burnsides from Mississippi probably it shows. But you just yep. get to meet people from all over the place. I, I know I won't meet um, the folks from Japan probably ever again, but I did get to have that experience of, of seeing them there. And, of course, when they did the sake, which we'll probably get into, hopefully we'll have time. Which, by the way, <laughs> speaking of time, we can go four hours tonight, so we'll keep it going as long as we want and uh, have some fun with this and, and keep telling stories. So keep it going, man. What else you got? Yeah, yeah. well, one of the things you mentioned, the, the, the fans from Japan. So I was, I was talking to them, and I was asking one of the women who we could converse. It was, it was easier for me to converse with. I said, what is it about, like, you know, obviously Todd's big down there. What, what is it that you like? Do you, do you understand the lyrics? And she said, lyrics. I said, yeah, do you understand the lyrics? And she she kind of laughed. She said, no, no, the fans in Japan don't understand the lyrics. Uh, you know, at first, it takes a while, and then they get interpreted. I said, well, what is it then? Like, why is Todd so big down there? And she said, it's the spirit. Hmm. And I said, you're, you're kidding me. She said, no, don't you think Todd's music is very spiritual? Hmm. And I said, yeah, like, but but I understand the lyrics, you know, <laughs> and, and it blew me away wow. that they, you know, that they get a connection just from the melody, you know, from the music. Right. Um, I love and it, that. Yeah, it, it floored me. And, uh, you know, so that, that was obviously a, uh, you know, a special memory. Everything was a special memory. You know, I mean, everything you think of was a special memory. Every moment. That's a telling so, story. It's interesting about Japan. Those were some great girls, too. They are having a blast. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, they have a great newsletter. Did you see the newsletter oh, that they put together? Yeah. The yeah. manga drawings, the Japanese cartoon drawings of Todd and Chasm, that's anybody who gets a chance to, and I'm not sure what their website is. I think they've probably posted those drawings online, but wow, there's some great stuff in that newsletter. Yeah. And I forgot that you're supposed to read it back to front. Uh, when I got home, my kids reminded me of that. So. <laughs> well, you're we supposed to read it back to front. That's right. That's how yeah. Japanese cartoon books go. They go back to front. Uh, we got to oh, figure out okay. how to get those or get them on posted online. That, that is true. I did get a, a sneak peek at it. They were showing me Matt Bolton's name in there, and uh, he was really thrilled to be in that and also to be in the comic book. And uh, So he, he was a great guy. I'm sure we'll talk about him some soon, too. Uh, uh, what other yeah. memories you got? What was your What was your favorite thing, you know, on campus or off campus from Todd's Dot? 
You know, I, I didn't really do a whole lot off campus because I was just, um, I, I, I didn't want to miss anything. I, I did have an opportunity to visit a, uh, a Hindu temple down there, which was very cool. Uh, but most of the time I spent on campus. And I think, you know, uh, you know, like, again, I talk about every moment being special, but, uh, you know, having the opportunity, of course, to meet our gracious hosts tonight was, was very special. Um, you know, I was there early, and uh, one of the things that was funny, when we were setting up the tents, um, you know, the two big, the, the tent where all the tents were under, and then the kind of the food tent, um, one day Todd was driving Michelle's truck over by that end of the property, by the, where that new tiki bar was set up, the new bar, mm-hmm. and... Uh, the far bar. Todd, yeah, Todd took the, uh, a, a turn too fast and ran over a picnic table. Um, so that was, you know, that was kind of fun to, you know, uh, see Todd, you know, run over a picnic table with a truck. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, putting that bar together was fun. Um, you know, and just, just meeting the people and, and, and having a chance to, to interact with Todd and Michelle and, and the rest of the family, you know, like they were family. I mean, what more, what more could you ask for? You know what, Mike is a Texan. I feel like I must point out that Todd is from Pennsylvania, so his truck driving skills are acquired, not inborn. That's, that's all I can say about that. Yeah, I did a good job with the building of the bar and the bars, actually the tiki bars. Everything was great. The teamwork was something that was pretty cool, too, with the kitchen and the bar building and the serving drinks, different people bartended. There was a lot of that going on. It was a good group, man. I mean, I don't know. We it was can, a great group. can say that enough. Yeah. Uh, it was people, a great group. I think I figured that out. There was really a good group, a lot of good camaraderie, like yeah, uh, somebody yeah. earlier mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But right. uh, I will. I'll, I'll let some other callers get on. But again, it was it was a pleasure meeting you guys. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, look forward to doing it again. Miss right, you, man. Mike. I miss you too, Pippi. I'll send you some pictures. I got your email. All right. Okay. okay. Peace. See you Bye-bye. later, Mike. Bye. There you go. How about it? Mike got a great story with the Japan ladies. That was good stuff, man. I got a question. He said something about over by the new bar. Was one of those bars kind of permanent to the property? <laughs> I bet well, Todd's bar is permanent. Yeah, Todd built the Tiki Bar, and then uh, Patrick and them built the other bar, uh, you know, a few days before the thing started. So that was kind of the new bar. That was the one closer to the kitchen. The new bar was the one close to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, the okay. Kegs were. Mm-hmm. We we called the bar near the house the back to the bars bar. <laughs> And we called the bar near the tents the far bar because if you were at the back to the bars bar, it was a far walk down to the other bar. <laughs> but I think they were really officially Todd's bar and Michelle's bar. That's that's how it was explained to me. Right. Well, according to Patrick in the uh, chat room, was... Michelle's bar is now firewood. <laughs> oh, I'm glad there's some good pictures of it then. Yep, oh well. Yeah, it was very cool. Actually, there was a house behind it that you really couldn't see. But they would tell us at night, around midnight, Rebop would come out and say, hey, could y'all tone it down a little bit? Because we told our neighbors we'd try to be quiet. But I don't know how they got through that because they probably could hear the snoring too. But I hope the neighbors didn't get too mad. I, don't, I didn't see any, any problems arise from that. So hopefully. Can we have a whole show about how awesome Rebop is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was yep. great. Rebop was put in charge of getting everybody their uh, passes, and they had to sign the camera policy and all that good stuff. He hung around a lot. He was a very good sport. I mean, having to deal with us elderly folk. You know, I barely saw him roll his eyes even once. He ought to get some sort of a congressional medal. 
Yeah, he was probably more grown up than most of us veggie girls uh, alluding to, I think, in the chat room, which is probably true. He acted more like a grown up. We were all having so much fun and being crazy. But, uh, That's okay. Yeah, he, he was all right. fun. And you, you can just, uh, you know, you could see him and Michelle together a lot. They really have a, a special relationship, you could tell. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on. I'm, I'm going to have to apologize right quick. To I know it's Bill Bricker and 916 and 513. I hope you don't mind hanging for a while. Because I do know that Pippi has to leave in a little while, and I know she took some good notes, and I want to hear her story. So I'm going to let her do that right now. And uh, Cruiser Mel, if you will assist her, assist her with some banter, I would appreciate it. I'm going to take a little break, and I'll be back in a little while. I'll be listening. I'm just going to take a little break. I'm going to mute myself. All right? Okay. Pippi, the floor is yours, baby. Thank you. Mel, it's good to talk to you again. Hi, hey. <laughs> it, was, it was a buffet of fabulous people. <laughs> it's been it? hard to focus once we've been back. I don't know if you're having that problem, but uh, little stories keep cropping up in my mind, and Doug and I have been talking about them. So he asked me to share a couple, and this one, I don't know who was privy to it on the final day, but I was getting ready to leave on Monday, and um, I hadn't talked to Michelle a whole lot because, bless her heart, she was busy, and any of us that have hosted a big party knows that you don't have time to really enjoy it always. Right. And so I said, Michelle, tell us how you didn't call this thing off, having just broken your foot not so long before it happened. Because for most wives and moms, that would have been it. And she laughed, and she said, well, uh, the night of Todd's birthday, she was in bed sleeping about 5 a.m. It was the morning after Todd's actual birthday, and she said he climbed into bed, and she was almost asleep. And uh, when she felt him get in the bed, she felt him do this little, and it's going to be hard to uh, approximate or to, to replicate on the telephone, but he did this little clench, and he said, this kind of oh, high-pitched, joyful noise that Michelle imitated. <laughs> and I think that made it all, I hope it made it all worth it for her. It sounded like it did. So that, is, that, was a, that is the cutest thing. <laughs> can you picture that? I mean, that's a little bit harder even than the hard-boiled egg thing for me, but I, I just, I love that. I loved hearing that story. Yeah, well, one of my favorite things was I, I would catch him maybe once a day, usually when he'd be off somewhere kind of by himself, and he would be just looking out at all of us like a proud father. <laughs> you know, he was so excited. That was his wish, and and he made it come true not just for him but for us. So it was a win-win. Well, you know, I was, I think, three years old when Woodstock happened, and so my experience with that is just having seen the – um the terrible movie with the split screen that gives you a headache and vertigo. And, you know, it, it looks like a fine time. And I'm, I'm sure if you were there, that that was fabulous. And uh, you're going to carry that experience with you forever. But a, as an adult, I haven't seen that happen much in real life where you can get so many people together having that kind of a time. And everybody keeps saying how great it was. And, I, I, and we made it that way. You know, I think people had a vision in their mind. And maybe they were all slightly different visions, but they, they hung together. And I know we sound like a Mooney call. We really do. But it it's just a love fest. And for me, my, my own personal special moment was walking down that long driveway back out to the main road. It was just one of the evenings I was getting ready to go somewhere. And this car is coming toward me. And it's Michelle's PT Cruiser. And as it gets closer to me, Todd by himself is behind the wheel. And I felt like one of those people in the Woodstock movie who are just walking along the road. They've abandoned their car, and they're trying to get to Woodstock. And I flashed in the peace sign, and that was a peak moment for me. I just felt like one of the one of the Woodstock generation, you know. I mean, whatever that was held up as being, that moment kind of uh, encapsulated it for me. Yeah. I think I think some of us might feel a little jaded now. 
Well, you know, we had a lot of people from everywhere, every age. We had kids loving it. Um, that's a story I wanted to tell. I was nervous about going. I actually am a little ashamed to admit that I got 15 miles from the property and I stayed overnight somewhere else to kind of gather my thoughts. Wasn't sure how it was going to go. I thought it could be a big disappointment. And I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm a little ashamed now. But sometimes when something is powerful, you, you tend to be hesitant about it, I think. And uh, at least I do. And so uh, when I got there and, and saw how it was, uh, when I first started meeting people, I'm not a shy person, obviously, <laughs> but I, I had a question in my mind. I wanted to ask people, what was your first Todd show and where was it? And I thought that would be an icebreaker, like I needed a, an icebreaker in that environment. The whole place was a, a lovely, warm sea of friendly people. But I got two answers on that question that I wanted to share with people, and uh one person, and I hope she doesn't mind me outing her, but it was Stephanie from Dallas, who's just an amazing woman, and she said her first show was The Naz in Dallas in 1968, and that just blew me out. Wow. And the second answer I got that blew me away was from Diane, the massage therapist, who said with with just no sense of, of, of smirk on her face, she looked me straight in the eye and she said, my first Todd show is uh, June 22, 2008, Kauai, Hawaii. She had never seen Todd. She came sight unseen and is a new fan. And that just blew me away, having those two disparate answers. Yeah, she seemed to have a real good spirit about her. Oh, she was amazing. I I didn't get to sample her wares, but I may take a trip out there just to do so (laughs) because she was just an incredible person. So what else did you do? You were like like everywhere. Every time I turned around, there you were. (laughs) It's because I'm such a large person. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm a spaz. (laughs) I just, I, you know, I had the time of, of a lifetime. I'm, I really, I decided I was going nine days before I left, and so I kind of arrived just with an open heart and lots of energy, and I got more energized as I was there. I think, um, I think I slept about eleven cumulative hours. Yeah, it was just too, too much fun. Uh, I, I went off by myself most days, and and the little beach below Todd's property. There's a, there's a rope swing. Uh, out into the Kilauea stream, and you know I'm, I'm a 42 year old woman. I usually don't hop on a rope swing without knowing what's out in the water. But I thought, well, if I die, <laughs> I'm pretty happy right now. So I, I, think I, I think I said that line about four times during the week was, well, if I die, you know, this is the way to go. That's right. That's right. And I think all my friends and family would have understood. They wouldn't have felt too bad for me. Yeah. So when did you get back? You came back Monday. I got back Tuesday afternoon at 2 o'clock. I landed in Austin, and I taught a three-hour lecture Tuesday night at 7. And uh, I don't remember what I said, but I I got some good feedback from the students, so I hope I didn't tell them anything crazy. Uh, Maybe my eyes were looking like kaleidoscopes at that point. I might have been pretty pretty touched. I think uh, people here think I'm a little bit touched now, but I'm trying to keep it on the down low and not blather too much about it. Well, you know what? That was was one of the greatest things to me about the week was for one whole week out of my life, I didn't have to explain Todd who. <laughs> Everybody there got it. Well, you know, that reminds me that when we were talking about music that was playing earlier, you know, the first couple days nobody had the, the nards to play any Todd music. And then after about the third day, somebody plugged their iPod into the PA, and a little bit of Todd started playing. And, well, that uh, you mean that was a camper that started that? Right, I think so, yeah. I don't think it was Todd. <laughs> well, 
I didn't know who it, you know, if Michelle was in control of that or what. I think it was Ronnie from Scotland. I'm going to out everybody tonight. I think it was Ronnie from Scotland who just guilelessly went up there and plugged it in, which is great. And uh, so that was fun, and we had a little slumber party, me and uh, Mozi and uh, Android from Scotland. We had a great time. Hi, guys. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Ann. I hope you're listening. They're my, my posse. I miss them already. Um, but what was interesting was uh, I came back from, I guess it was the hike, and there was some Todd music playing, and I walked into the kitchen tent, and I pointed to the air, and I said, who is this? This is a really good song. And I've never gotten such a loud laugh because <laughs> you're right. I mean, it was a there was not a lyric or a song you could mention that people didn't know exactly what you were talking about. So that was sick and twisted and fabulous. Right, right. Well, you've got the air. You 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 talk about whatever you want to talk about. Gosh. Because uh, you took a lot of notes, didn't you? I did. I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot the whole time because that's just uh, just my way, and I didn't want to forget anything. And I don't know. How about those doggies? Do you keep a journal or a blog or something? I don't blog, but uh, I guess if if I want to hire somebody someday, maybe they can put all these journals onto a blog somewhere. But uh, yeah, we we have a newspaper here in town that's pretty popular in Austin, and I'm hoping to be able to write some of these things up for uh, to get some to build a lot of interest in the show that's coming here in the middle of July. So we've got plenty of running time for that. There's a lot of interest here already. People are really excited about Rachel. Um, they're going to be excited about Matt. And and we had a real good show here in December. So there's a lot of good buzz for Todd and the show coming here. Well, you know I'm coming. I'll be there. I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> you bringing your martini glass now? <laughs> you know what? I never never got a martini glass. I was stuck drinking out of plastic cups or whatever. Well, you can get it in that way. It, it definitely works. It still goes down. <laughs> hey, girls. Yeah. Hey, Doug. I'm listening in, man. Good stuff. I'm, Did uh, you wash your hands? I'm enjoying dinner, actually, so I did wash my hands yesterday. <laughs> I'm trying to get some stuff up that I want to play later on. But uh, anyway, so, Pippi, you have, you're hiding, you're holding back. Which story am I holding back, though? You and you I have talked so back. much lately. I can tell. You're holding back. Let it go, baby. Oh, you know, I'm just, everybody's saying so much. Hearing everybody's voice again makes me just want to be there. I'm just sort of having my, my. Uh, I'm sort of in la-la land. you got to prod me now. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we're going through postpartum or something. I am. Uh-huh. You know, one thing I was thinking a lot was, um, remember in Close Encounters when Richard Dreyfus keeps seeing that shape? Yes. You remember that movie? We're old mm-hmm. enough to remember that of movie. Of course. He keeps seeing that shape, and finally he gets crazy and he makes it out of his mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Every morning when I wake up, I was seeing that mountain, which we were calling Mount Todd, that's right directly across from his house. And uh, we got to calling the, the valley there with the killer way a stream in the middle. We got to calling it the toddy bowl because uh, that's <laughs> what it is. It's the toddy bowl. But every morning I see that shape. And now sometimes when I'm laying in my bed, I don't want to open my eyes because I know when I open my eyes I'm not going to see that shape. <laughs> <laughs> open my eyes. Like speaking of crazy Richard Dreyfus now. There you go. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Pippi, you get in gear because I know you got some more stories. Let's take a couple calls so you can say hello to some more people. Pippi, of course, if you weren't there – was a big hit. She was all over the place. Put lights in her hair a couple times, living it up. If there an was umbrella, an example, she now, had little Chinese umbrellas. Remember? Yep, those are right. cocktail umbrellas, baby. If, I if know. There were the the examples of people having fun that were obvious were Pippi, female, and Dustin Patrick, twenty nine, male. Oh yeah, not he's that amazing. they were the only ones having fun, but you you could see it. They, it was all over their face. Let's take a call from five one three. You're with us. Hey, this is Chuck. Chuck. Hi, Hi Chuck. Chuck. Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, 
Good to hear from you, Chuck. Y'all too. Y'all too. We're uh, actually sitting here uh, getting ready to drink some martinis and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. So we'll be yeah, right lot, over. What kind of martinis? <laughs> you drink the ones Todd makes, or you got a different kind? Uh, well, I use vermouth in mine and olives. I think he was straight vodka and onions, which uh, a little different twist. But hey, I, I drank several of his and uh, loved them. You know, so it was great. Very cool. So, yeah, we're trying to re-enter life. Deb's here with me, too, and uh, we just had a lot of great uh, memories, had a good time hanging out with everybody in general. I think, uh, I think Cruz Amaro, you said something about just everybody got it when you talked about Todd or talked about his music, and I think that was the best part for me. I didn't feel like I had to translate anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I found out how little I really knew of the whole Todd catalog as well. I mean, there were just songs I heard all week long, that I'd really never heard because I guess, you know, I've been sort of selective. I, I mean, I've worn out several copies of No World Order and done other, you know, other albums that have really hit me hard. I've uh, listened over and over, but there's still a lot of uh, nooks and crannies to Todd's stuff that uh, I have yet to discover. I think one of the interesting things for us, we got to know Marianne and Larry from, I think, the San Francisco area. And uh, it and uh, June 22nd was her first Todd concert as well. Wow. Um, she they came to the show because she had just within the last six months gotten become a, a fan of Todd, and have just totally become I think obsessed in a good way. And um, the one night when a lot of Todd's music was playing from down on the stage PA system, mm-hmm. um, we were sitting next to him up there, and uh, the last ride was playing and. I don't think I've ever seen anybody as moved over hearing a song as she was. You know, no, that's and, in my uh, top five. I love that one. Yeah, it was just you know, and it was moving for us to see how much you know music because I know how much it moves me, and it's nice to be among people that have a similar vocabulary and a similar reaction to it. Well, you know, it's it, it's funny you bring that up too because I think I know who you're talking about, and we, you know, everybody knows I'm relatively a, a newbie when it comes to digging into the catalog. I've liked Todd for over 25 years, but as far as getting into the the things that normally you would look at and go, oh, I don't think I'm going to buy that unless somebody pushed you to do it, there were lots of people like that out there. And uh, actually there were several people that said that they discovered Todd through the new cars. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. Mm. So you had people that were brand new. You had people that were going to see him for the first time. And then you had people that had seen him back in the NAS days and some people that hung out with him in the NAS days. <laughs> I mean, it was all over the place. Well, Chuck is from Ohio, so Chuck knows that I think Todd's face is on the state flag. Isn't that right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it uh, rises and sets every day. Yep. Yeah, and Android from Scotland was upset because when she heard how many times I'd been able to see Todd, and Ann and I are the same age, so she asked uh, – how that was, and I said, well, you know, in Ohio, Todd is like church. You can go three times a year, <laughs> only much better than church. Todd actually was, was my church, and something I wanted to address about his whole catalog is if you heard a song at age 14, it sounds different. It means a lot. It means something else, maybe not anything better, just something very different at 40-something. So even if you heard the whole ouvure, as it were, uh, you're going to hear it differently after you've gone through some of life's different phases. Yeah. So it's all anew. It's all afresh. Well, what's nice, too, is that you don't have a lot of – it's not like people bow their chest up and go, I've been seeing them since 72. They just let you know, and if they know that you're new, they will try to help you and get you up to speed or share things with you. I mean, I know, you know, when I was really diving into some of the stuff, I was getting some uh, CDs sent to me, bootlegs and different things. It's amazing what people share, DVDs. 
you can get caught up pretty fast, and uh, people are just so nice about it. They want you to be a part of it. Yeah, we joked about having people, you know, in that commercial where people walk around with their cholesterol number floating above their head. <laughs> we were joking that it would be funny <laughs> to have your number of concerts seen floating in neon letters above your head. Yeah. That's Maybe funny. I've been over-marketed, too. We talked about Diane, the, the masseuse, and she sent me an email today, just a coincidence, and uh, gave me her address because I had told her at some point in Toddstock I'd send her a, you know, kind of a, uh, a, a tape of some of Todd's you know, songs that I thought she would like or that I like a lot, that type of thing. You know, I want to hear that, too. You need to burn yeah. me a copy of that, Doug. All right, I will do that. So it's – and I did that to uh, Tizmy, who was at Todd's Doc, and I got to meet her husband, and they told me that those CDs were one of the reasons that they went there because he liked it and talked her into going. He liked, I sent him a soft hit type deal, soft songs, not really hits, and then one that's a little more rocking, and he liked the rocking one better, but it got him there. <laughs> Todd's great. music got them there, so that's a good thing. Like oh, that's why all of us were there for the most part, but not everybody. So it was uh, that was a good story. I enjoyed meeting her. I talked to her a ton on MySpace and TRC and stuff, so that was cool. Doesn't she have her own website or no? I don't think so. Okay. I do not know. I don't know either. So what was the most fun thing you did over there? Uh, you talking to me? Yep. You talking to me? I'm talking to you. <laughs> talking to me. Um, the most fun thing. Gee, I really enjoyed the Rungard Radio thing. I mean, I can't say it was physically, you know, exerting anything, but I really enjoyed just hearing Todd talk. We had been to Kauai a couple times before, so we didn't do a lot of different things this time around. We kind of revisited some things we liked um, from before, and we hung out with uh, Ronnie from Scotland and uh, and uh, Karen from London. We went down to Waimea Canyon with them one day. and uh, Hi, Karen. Yeah, is Karen out there? I hope. Yeah, and uh, just, so I think it was just, you know, truly getting to know the people. I'm still, I, I guess I'm still even coming back from it, and I still had questions going in, like what possessed Todd and Michelle to truly do this? Because you know, <laughs> it's a huge trust thing that, you know, to trust that everybody coming had, you know, good intentions and would be, you know, trustworthy and, and have the whole, have their best interest in mind as well as our own. And uh, I'm, I guess I'm just still kind of floored by the whole uh, experience in, in that regard. I think people did them right. Yeah, I do too. I, and I'm glad, but it's still a, a big leap, you know, a big leap sure. of faith in a sense. If you want I wouldn't to. do it. I'm not a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, I don't have property like that either. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's something else. Well, Todd did say we were better behaved than his own friends. That's right. <laughs> I was trying to find that clip for the show tonight, but I didn't have enough luck to pull it out. But I, I really liked that one. And he also said the fans were, were – he did not on the radio show, but he said one night I was listening to him, he said the fans are, are what's making this thing great. So that was always cool. We got we got our good pats on the back from him and Michelle, and we gave them theirs. I mean, everything just worked out, you know, really well. I did hear that he walked through the campground one night late at night to hear the snoring chorus. <laughs> he probably could have heard that from his own room. Yeah, yeah he probably heard that at the house. <laughs> I call it a symphony. I thought it was hysterical. I call it a cacophony. Now, I hope somebody got a recording of it. I heard there were some people that were thinking about doing that. Oh, Lord. Should have done a show. Everybody kept going, do a running radio show with snoring. I'm thinking, I don't know if people want to listen to that. Ooh, maybe, maybe, if... maybe Todd could sample a snoring effect into his next album. There you go. <laughs> 
you know, I was happen? pleased that some people took pictures of things that I realized later I didn't get a picture of. One of them was the big uh, white delivery truck that was parked in front of the house that said, Todd Fest, Kilauea. Somebody took a great shot of that, and I didn't have a camera on me when I saw it. And um, somebody else took pictures of the whiteboard every day, which was sort of hilarious. Oh, yeah, somebody wrote that they had lost their inhibitions. And their ego and their mind. Yeah. Yeah. And their virtue. Someone else lost their virtue. I hope hope they didn't get it back. There was a white dry erase board uh, in the middle of the the kitchen picnic area, I guess you'd call it. And they would put announcements there or somebody lost something. Like somebody had lost a camcorder apparently. And then you saw some funny things on there on occasion like what they're talking about. So um, there, there should be some pictures of that. Hopefully those pictures will be out. But speaking of the, the truck and the parking over there, do y'all remember uh, apparently, I think it was the, the day of the concert, Todd was going to practice and they picked him up in that uh, that old school drag car or whatever that was. Oh, yeah, that yellow car? Yeah. That was like an Archie's car from the Archie's yeah. cartoon. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, people got into that. Very nice. All right, you got anything else for us? That should do it. All oh, right, Chuck, man. you got to talk about the sing-along. Well, it, yeah, we had a great time at that. I mean, I, it was kind of like like somebody said, it, it felt a little risky. And, and I guess, you know, I kicked myself for not doing it earlier in the week or trying to get something going. I think I heard somebody at the very beginning, we kind of came in late, talk about uh, they had brought their sacks along. And I think we had made some noise before the trip, you know, just trying to find musicians. But then once we got there, there didn't seem to be that much of, you know, going on as far as people. And I, and I guess, you know, I'm the kind of person that was always kind of waiting for somebody else to start something. So <laughs> it seemed like we got to the last night, and it's like, you know, by God, we got to do it or not, you know. Well, and, and then uh, if you remembered, the heavens opened up and sort of had their commentary. Yeah. On, uh, yeah. I think Debbie got soaked over there for a minute. Yeah. But it was it was a moment. It was a moment that couldn't be moved and couldn't be yeah. stopped got or rescheduled. That, that was, yeah, the concert. There's lots of things that the rain seemed to threaten, but, it rained every day there, but pretty much it was short-lived, you know, 10, 20 minutes, and it was done. That's Kauai for you. Yep, yep. So, of course, yeah, I don't, I don't, the only two times I remember it being at night were the radio show and the concert. I think the night they did the trivia, EJ and Steve and everybody, I think that was, I think that was a clear night. And that was so funny, I don't know if y'all have seen this, you probably haven't or even heard about this, we haven't talked about it yet. They had this trivia contest, and... The consolation prize was spam, <laughs> spam boxes autographed by Todd. I guess spam's a big deal over in Hawaii or something, but it was hysterical. And then Veggie Girl uh, was one of the, I guess, people that didn't win over. Also, she had to get a consolation prize. And uh, Bobby Strickland uh, was helping. I think he either picked it out or Todd picked it out, but they ended up going with some kind of vegetarian box of rice or yeah, something. Yeah, it was called Tasty Bite. It's one of those, uh, like those little food. Indian foods that are called the, – the name is so hilarious. We have them here in Austin, too. Tasty Bite. Yeah, that sounds vegetarian. like dog, dog treat. Tasty Bite. Here, <laughs> anyway. So well, that I'll what, I don't have any memory of it, but um, Liz and I were apparently up at the house quite late one night <laughs> after a couple of martinis, and apparently – I guess we said we didn't know what Spam was or had never tasted it, and apparently he fried oh. some up for us. Ugh. And I think we liked it. Yeah. Well, you know what the quote was, intense, intense, I-N-T-E-N-S-E-I-N-T-E-N-T-S. It was intense in the tents. Some people got sent back to their tents because they over-imbibed a little bit. I'm not going to mention anybody's names, but, um, <laughs> you know, there was some drinking and some forgetting going on. Too much Spam eating. 
Spam eating. You might have been eating spam and not even remembered it, so it's very that's, scary. That's what I thought. I just heard the story. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, Chuck, man, we appreciate your call. It's good to hear from you. All right, y'all too. Hey, you hitting any of the shows? Did you say that already? Um, no, we're not going to get to. Cleveland was last night. We didn't get to make that one, and that's the only thing anywhere close to us. So, all right. Unless they change the tour around. I think they will. I hope I hope they add some stuff. I'd love to see this stuff. I can't wait for the album. That's the big thing. I want to hear that stuff in uh, in its full fidelity context, which you can never get live. Uh, it was interesting to read the reviews today um, of the show last night, just to kind of hear people's responses to it, because I didn't think the sound was quite up to par. You know, the the uh, well, at least it was just all you know, brand new stuff the day of the concert that we heard. So, well, did you hear? Have you heard the uh, studio clips of Strike and Mad, the thirty second clips? Not yet. Yeah. I just saw. I just saw today that they were on the House of Blues website. Is that right? Or are they on the? No, it's, are they it's on, on the Austin show. Anton's. I'm going to play them on here in a little while. So if you stick around, you'll right. hear them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was hoping yeah. to get a clip from a different song, but it, it's just been kind of a, um, I don't know, di- a more difficult situation than we'd hoped for. And maybe, maybe if we're able to get one, we may just have a special show for it or something. But I was hoping to have one for tonight. But anyway, you know politics or whatever get in the way sometimes eventually we'll probably get to do something like that and, and is, there any, is there any more any more news about release dates uh, the, uh, uh what i'm hearing is this month probably a digital release and maybe september maybe august but possibly september we're going to have a guy on here in a little while from hi-fi records he may can answer that question for us let's not forget to ask <laughs> all right Cause I good will. deal thanks for the show sure man thanks for calling in Hi, Chuck. Hi, Chuck. aloha aloha chuck aloha there you go, Chuck. All right. Uh, that was cool. Very good. This is fun, yeah. man. We've got lots of callers. Let's take a quick break. Live online talk radio for Todd fans. This is RungrenRadio.com. But they would tell us it not. Oh, here we go. Hmm. All right, so that's a quick break. That I wanted to uh, let everybody know here on the change of subject, and we'll take some more calls. Speaking of Todd Music Online, uh, somebody sent me an email. It was nice enough. I don't know if they want me to say their name, so I won't. But there is a website that has rare stuff, and there is an album called The Secret Sessions, and it's got two songs on it that have Todd on it. He, doesn't, he only sings background, and it's even hard to hear that, and he does some guitar on it apparently. But if you want to check this out, if you're hardcore and you really want to hear this stuff, it's, it's actually got the album has Eric Clapton on it, I believe, as well, some other uh, Doug, I think players. we're hardcore. Yeah, all right, so here's the site. It's Chris, C-H-R-I-S, ChrisGoesRock.blogspot.com. And just scroll down till you see the album Secret Sessions, and you'll see which song's Todd. I think it's number four number six. And uh, it's not really Todd music, but Todd's on it. So check it out. You're in the loop. So there you go. Who's right, this lucky Chris guy that he gets Clapton and Rundgren on his record? What's that about? Well, it's not his record. He just has the website. But there's these. What year? What era was this, Doug? Do you know? This was the seventy. Wait, no, 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 no. Um, shoot. Uh, I don't remember. I'll have to look it up in a minute. Somebody hmm. in the chat room might can tell me. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll look at it in a minute. All right. So let's take a call right quick. Uh, and Bricker, I'm gonna get to you. Trust me, man. I know you're probably calling so you can listen in, and I know you got a lot to say. So I'm gonna check in with nine one six, who's been on hold with us for a while. What's up? Hey, Doug, it's Roger. What's up, Roger? Roger. Roger. Hi, Roger. Yeah, I'm still trying to come down from this week. 
<laughs> I, I actually I had to go back to work today. That's that's the bad part. But. Are you not getting back? <laughs> no, no. I, I got back last uh, Tuesday, but still going back to work was hard. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Mm. So what did you think about Todd's dog? How did your wife like it? Well, you know, we both loved it. We we had such a fantastic time, and you know, you know, when when we talked on Rundgren Radio earlier in the week, you know, that same sentiment of just being able to meet folks and everything all week long was so fun, and you know, it was fun for people to even seek me out, you know, say, hey, are you Roger? And I say, hey, yeah. And that, I felt that, that way when I met you, like like maybe you didn't really exist. Yeah. I did too. I was surprised your hand wasn't green. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I scrubbed it before I got there. So uh, yeah, I mean it was it was just just unbelievable. And I'm I'm going to uh, see Todd in in San Francisco on Sunday, so I'm gonna have my Todd Stock shirt on. I definitely want to point that out. That hey, I was there. Well, there's lots of people. Of course, they're gonna be selling those shirts there now. But there's lots of people that are gonna be there from Todd Stock. Uh, I think so. Anyway, we've had a few call already. So be on the lookout for them. Everybody should probably wear their Toddstock shirts for that one so they'll be able to find each other. Most definitely. There you go. By the way, that Secret Sessions was 1978. Hmm. And uh, the songs that Todd are on, one's called The Best Thing and the other one's called The Outsider. And they're, quote, with Todd Rundgren. But uh, there's a great the article that tells you exactly what it is and where it's coming from and who all's on it. Eric Clapton, uh, Dickie Betts, John Sebastian. It's It's pretty wild. Anyway, you are a full-service DJ, Doug. There you go, man. I try to get it all out there. Thank <laughs> it's just not all at the right time. There you go. All right, tell us something else, Roger. What was the most fun thing you did? Inner tubing? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, inner tubing was great, especially because we were, on that particular activity, we were with, you know, Todd Stock people. And so it was fun just to, to go out and have fun with them away from Todd Stock and bump into each other and not say you're sorry and <laughs> all of those warnings that we had and and uh you know refreshing is now a new word in our vocabulary and mm-hmm. so, yeah we weren't supposed to say cold if you had to say refreshing and you weren't supposed to apologize if you bumped into people with your tube actually that inner tubing place by the way that Michelle hooked us up with is owned by the original owner of uh, the founder of AOL America Online who eventually sold to Tom Warner so it's on a sugar cane uh, field, basically, I guess, or place. It was really cool. Quite an experience. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, I couldn't stop my tube from spinning around. I kept wanting to sing Hoja. <laughs> was that after the spam, Mel, or before the spam? I have no idea when that spam was. <laughs> I hope there are pictures. I'm going to go look. I haven't seen any yet, but you never know. Well, I think, you know, Bill Chapman was in that group, and I think he was taking pictures, too, so hopefully he'll be sharing some of those soon. I've seen a few pictures already out there. I think Jane had some, yeah. And and O.C. Sherry did. Oh, I hate I, you people that had cameras on that. I tour. think Bill was filming yeah. some of it, actually. Well, unfortunately, I think oh. there's a lot of film. Oh, my God. We haven't even mentioned this story about Bill Chapman. Bill Chapman, if you don't know, he's done some uh, video work for Todd in the past. And, uh, of course, Ed Vigor has as well. He was there. Um, but... Bill was part of the film crew for the concert, and he's in Todd's Pond, or swimming pool, whatever you want to call it, and somehow he slipped on a rock, and the camera went in the water with him. Two cameras. And I sat there, and I thought something was up, and I looked, and I saw, uh, I think it was Ed helping him pull the camera uh, away from him, and I just saw water draining out of it, and I was like, oh, no. 
But I believe everything came out okay. You know, they dried it out and survived. But even if it didn't, there were four or five cameras. But I felt bad for him. <laughs> they got well, I, mi- I missed him actually falling, but I did happen to be glancing that way when he came up. And believe you me, that is a true worker bee there. That camera came up well before he did. Yeah, he would have drowned <laughs> for it to let that camera get any more damage. But he had a rough week, man. He started out uh, and he kayaked and didn't put any sun lotion on his legs, and he was at the front of his legs. Oh, yeah, they were, look like bacon. Yeah. They were as red as a stop sign. And then somehow, I think when he fell and he got cut, I mean, he the broke guy his was, toe. Broke his toe. Yeah, it ain't a party till something's broke, so, you know. It There's is a good thing about it, though. I think the <laughs> martinis seem to help. Martinis were good medicine, sure. They were. Absolutely. And I want to say thank you to all the guys that volunteer and girls that volunteered to be bartenders because I didn't leave a single tip. I'm sorry. <laughs> they had a tip jar out one night. I threw in a dollar or something. <laughs> Why not? All right, so we haven't – well, let's take some other calls. Don't let me forget, man. I'm going to put you in charge of this operation. Don't let me forget. We've got to tell a story about the birthday card. Yeah. So we'll get to that at some point. Oh, maybe but, Steve uh, will call. Yeah. Roger, you got anything else? Well, you know, you know, Pippi mentioned, or somebody mentioned about the, the Christmas lights in her hair. <laughs> I watched her as she, was, as she was taking those out that that, that sing-along night, you know, and you know, like we said, that sing-along was something special. But she's trying to take them out, and they're just all tangled up inside, and I don't know, she took like 10 minutes to get those things out of her hair. But I never stopped singing. Oh, Cece wants to say hello, too. All right. Yay. Hi, Doug and Cruises. Mel, how are you? Good, how are you doing? one of my favorite people. How are you? One of your favorite people. Yeah. Oh. I'm listening on a headset, and she can't hear what you're saying, so I have to translate it back. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me unplug and give it to her. There you go. Here. That was kind of you know, translation. Hello. CC. Hi, CC. Hit it, CC. Hi. How are you guys? Great. How are you doing? We miss you. Yeah, I miss you guys, too. Yeah. had a wonderful time at Todd Stock. Yep. And I think probably my favorite thing was also besides the tubing was uh zip line. Oh. Oh that's right, you did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was wonderful, yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. I was well, scared but then it. when I got on it it was very cool. Well now I wish I would have done it. Yeah. You'll have to do it next time. Doug, let's so- do it in Austin. We've got a great zip line here. Do you really? Oh yeah. I hope it's less expensive than that one over there. Does it, it go over Hippie Hollow or something? Mm. No, but that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Lord, yeah. Yeah. We want I'm, to see I'm, that. I was so glad that you and my wife hit it off because it really helps when, you know, she has somebody to talk to for a while when I'm out running around doing my business, you know, handling my business, running around like <laughs> yeah. crazy. So, yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm glad I got to uh, meet your wife and be able to talk to her about stuff. Yay, and, Sherry. We love you, yeah, Sherry. She, yeah, love you, Sherry. Yeah, she, <laughs> you have a wonderful wife. Well, thank you. She really You're welcome. You. Yep. Uh-huh. How about Roger now? Y'all, if y'all weren't there, Roger comes over there like a big old hippie for about two or three days, hair flying all <laughs> over the place like he's in a convertible or something, you know. And right. Then all of a sudden he shows up one day and he looks like a freaking attorney with his cut <laughs> hair. Almost exactly. military. Exactly. Yeah. Did he get a hair while to... he was there? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Big time. I thought it was yeah. just me. I, uh, wow. No, no, he got it. And, you know, I, and, I, and I keep on harping. He's going to get a haircut because he only gets a haircut like every six months. He just doesn't like to get a haircut. Mm. It's just kind of funny. I don't know why. It's weird. I have, to say, I have to say I've never had more bad hair days in my life than what mm. I had over there. 
Oh, no, Mel, you had the most perfect hair compared to mine flipping up, but you had the most perfect hair, Mel. Yeah, but you don't understand the Texas woman. The Texas woman's hair is a, a very complicated crown. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but thank we you. We have, we have I'm pretty sure Cece was drunk the entire week, everyone. Oh, I was not drunk <laughs> at all. <laughs> Wait, what did what did Ann Richards say, Mel? The, the higher the hair, the closer to God? That's right. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'll let you guys go. I know you have other callers, but uh, thanks for letting me talk. And talk to you soon. We miss you. Miss you, too. Bye. Bye. Bye, Cece. Bye. Bye, Cece. Sorry about that. I, Bye. I just got a call from uh, the high five, John's assistant. He's stuck in a PTA, Parent Teacher Association meeting, but he's going to try to call in a little while. If not, he wants to reschedule, but I said call because we're going to be on for a while tonight. Which reminds me, let me just tell you this right quick, because I do think we're going to go over. I'm not sure how it works. I just scheduled back-to-back shows, so we may have to call in to start it over and restart the chat and everything. Or maybe it'll just, I think that's what I'm going to have to do. So uh, I'll warn you when that happens, but uh, that's probably going to happen after we finish the first two hours. Hopefully you can bear with us. You're not too bored. You're having fun hearing the Todd Stock stories. So uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's take another call. What do you say, ladies? Yeah, sure. All right. Four six nine, you're with us. Oh, hi Doc. This is Ian from Dallas. Hi Ian. Ian. Hi Ian. How are you guys Hello. doing? Yeah. Hello to your wife I'm and boys. Yeah. So uh, hey Doc, so are we gonna do golf after all when you when you come to Texas? Oh yeah, if I come down there I like that driving range idea actually somebody had, but we'll figure out something. I'm glad you got to play. I know you were trying hard to play. That was a really good deal you found. <laughs> yeah. We I lucked out because of the two kids, you know, they had this junior program thing, so Hey, it works out. Yeah, well, I understand uh, I saw you on TR Connection, you and Kid Noise going back and forth. I understand you all split a bottle of rum one night. Well, actually, he was coming down to, like, the last, like, maybe quarter of it, and I kind of uh, was desperate, you know, how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) And I was kind of standing there, kind of looking at it, you know, (laughs) and I think he saw it, and it was nice of him. It was very nice of him. What did your kids think about all this craziness over there? Oh, the kids loved it. I, I, you know, I guess you know they they ran into the other kids, right? You know, like Todd's uh, nieces yeah. and nephews and stuff. So, so they had a good time playing, you know, games in in, in his house. And but the you know the little guy Sumo, the the little baby, he also had a a, a fine time. He was awesome. I know they were doing uh, you know, the water bubble deals before the concert. After a while, I wanted to see, you know. It was mainly an adult guy doing. I want to go, dude. Chill out, man. <laughs> bubbles. I thought that was cool. <laughs> Between the kids and the dogs and the bubbles, that was totally Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you calm those kids down, family. man. You can count to three or something. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing over there? But anyway, so uh, the one one of the things that I, I heard earlier, you guys talked about when Chuck said the. When Chuck was on, you, you guys talked about how Todd was driving out in that yellow car thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, right at that time, you know, I was walking out to my car to grab my camera for something, and I, as I was walking back toward the um, the property, uh, out came Todd in, the, in that car, you know. So I had my video cam right there. I said, "Oh, well, wait, you guys got to stop. I got to take this." So you know, so the guy stopped the car and I cranked up my cam and. And then, you know, and then he just, like, 
took off with a big smile on his face and screaming, hollering, and it was it was great. So I don't know if anybody else has has that on 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 video. So hopefully I'll I'll be able to like uh, send that in. And uh, Ian, was that David who was driving the car? Uh, I don't know who it was. I I couldn't tell. He was some look looked like some local Hawaiian guy maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought it was Ed. I'm not positive. There was a picture I saw. I thought it was Ed. We can look it up. But of course, you know, once once I post the pictures up or the video up, you guys can then tell me who it was. Sure. But that was well, that was one of the memorable memorable moments for me too. That was that was cool. Is there supposed to be a place? Really was in great spirit. Is there supposed to be a place where people can put up video? Eventually? Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think there's a, there's a, um, an email that that I think we received with the password and all, but I haven't had a chance to try it out Ed yet. Bigger, Ed Bigger is posted uh, quite frequently around places of how to do that, where to send the video to, and. It yeah. may even be able to do it on that site that we have for pictures. But speaking of pictures, I didn't even mention this. Some of y'all might know this. Some of you might not. But our special co-host tonight, Pippi, was in Blender Magazine with Todd. So if you saw that, then that's who you're listening to tonight. Ms. That Pippi. was in wow. March. Yep, that was mm-hmm. in March, right? You know, I, and I was having such a good time last week, week before last, that I never got Todd to sign my copy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So I guess I'll take it down with me to the show in, in That's Austin. what Texas is for, yeah. You know, That's if I did right. come down there to Anton's, I'm going to try to get Hunt Sales out, too. We need to hang with him a little bit. Oh, here. yeah, he's he's a fellow Austinite. We, yeah, we we got to take him out to eat. And Absolutely. Get so him liquored up and get him to tell us some stories. That's it. I don't think you have to get him liquored up to tell stories. Those Hunt Sales, those hunt sales brothers, oh, Hunt and Tony, they'll tell the stories now. They're funny. Hey, uh, Ian, what was the most fun you had over there? Ooh, wow. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. The most fun. No, let's say on on site. I'd say um, probably hanging out with everybody, uh, sharing you know drinks and smokes and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of quite cool because I haven't done anything like that in a long time. You know, <laughs> and of course, <laughs> it was a week for so, that. Yeah. So so I, I said, well, if I'm going to do it, might as well do it here with all these really cool people. You know. Yeah, time and place for everything. I think that was a place for some of that activity, no doubt. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and I think the, the the fact that I was able to uh, you know bring the the kids along and then let them share in that experience, I, I thought that was really special for me. And your awesome wife. And and my wife, of course. Yeah. No, she's the one who who deserved all the credit because she's the one who set it all up, you know. Nice. And uh, yeah, she she did all the the, the hard work and getting all the logistics worked out and all that so uh, so I, I can't thank her enough for that really what, what did you think about the concert oh I actually was uh, maybe sitting at the time you know because you know little sumo he he could only watch like maybe a, a, a little bit and then he wants to go do something else so then I would like you know, walk him around so so I didn't get to like watch it but I, I, I was listening to it the whole time you know mm-hmm. and, you'll uh, see it you'll see like it on the yeah, so I can't wait to see the the the, the video that that Bill uh, shot. Mm-hmm. And, Do you like uh, the music though? Do you like the new sound? I thought that um, well, Mountaintop kind of hit me pretty hard, you know, mm-hmm. and Sumo kind of liked that one too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping that that's going to be the single. That that's my well, uh, Mountaintop. Actually, there was a uh, interview that I read already uh, that Todd is saying that that is a song where 
you know, bang on the drum was a fluke that ended up being at sporting events. He said, this time I'm trying to do it on purpose. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. He got this course, you know, you go higher, higher, you know, one step higher. And it's, you know, it's kind of, if you if you remember, it, it's got a little bit of that in it, you know, a little yeah. bit of... Um, yeah, it's got that, that hook. Yeah. Audience participation. Yeah, audience participation. Oh, it was my favorite by far. Really? Well, oh, really? I'm a yeah, girly girl, but I liked my weakness. Weakness. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Courage, is, courage I like, and mad. I think Courage is, is uh, I think that's the one he said don't call the radio station, but that that, that has radio potential. Yeah. This good hmm. stuff, though, for sure. Sounds like Little yeah. Sumo's wanting to be a singer, too. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> he, was dancing, he was dancing to pissing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good song. You know, that song's got a little NXS flair to, to it. I mean, XTC, I'm sorry. And uh, I'm going to show that on a show one night, what I'm talking about. But it was, uh, you know, it, it sounds a lot like the start of, a, I think it's uh, Supergirl, maybe. But um, anyway. It, it's uh, Produced it's, by whom, right? By Mr. Rundgren, exactly. So, uh, you, you know, go. it's a stretch, but it's it's got that in it. There's some songs you really did catch. You could tell ACDC, ZZ Top, you know, they had a lot of that sound to it, I thought, for sure. Would y'all agree? Yeah, I think some of it uh, kind of reminds me of that stuff, but mm-hmm. I think he does it better, though. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but, I, still yeah. <laughs> but I'm subjective, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm biased. Why don't, why don't we play a clip, since we're talking about the album right quick, and then uh, we'll take Bricker's call, and I've got a 111, which is probably Darnell, and a 616. So if y'all hang tight with me, we'll get to you. And uh, All right. You got anything else you want to add in? We'll give you a last word. No, I just want to say hello to everyone who's listening and to those who I met at the at Tuckstock. And, um, you know, it was glad to meet you all and hope to uh, see you guys again. I'll we'll pass see you across. soon. We'll see you yeah. deep in the heart we'll, of Texas. We'll see you in Austin. Yeah. We'll see you guys in Austin, right? Ian, are you going to the Dallas show too? Yeah, right now, that's the plan, yes. Good. We got, awesome. Well, actually, we already have tickets to the Dallas show, but not yet for Austin. Okay. Better get them. Yep. Better get him for you. We'll do. All right, man. Sounds good. All right. Take Goodbye, care. everyone. All right. Love Bye, Take care. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pippi, you still good? I'm good. Okay. Let's let's go. Since we were talking about the ACDC sound of song, let's play a clip from that. This is a uh, studio version, uh, about 30 seconds worth of, from the Arena album. This is called Strike. tube top on for that one. I got up on somebody's shoulders. I had my fist in the air. It's one of those where you, you definitely want to bob your head, you know, back and forth. <laughs> I think Jesse needs to wear some little velvet shorts in that song. Yeah. Yeah. That is a that is a rocking song. Jesse, you can tell, is loving playing that stuff. You know yeah. it. 
you know it. That's that's good though. It's, it's he's definitely when he starts singing the strike part, it sounds a lot, a lot like the lead singer for ACDC Angus. And then, but it's got it's great. I I really do like it. I, I uh, more I listen to stuff, the more I'm starting to like it. Of course, that's true of most of his stuff. You just keep listening, listening, and all of a sudden you're hooked. So there you go. There's a little bit of strike. We'll play Mad a little bit later. A clip from it. Can can we talk about Jesse Gress just for a minute? What a sure. great guy. What a, what a great talented guy. guy. And Mary Lou. And Mary Lou. They were awesome. Love the fact that Jesse's off stage clothes are most people's on stage clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love him for that because he wears it well. Not yeah. many guys can get away with wearing not capri pants. I'm sure they're not called that for guys, but you know. They're kinda like baggy, I think they're called clam diggers. Clam diggers. There you go. That's a more masculine word, isn't it? Yeah, he was all over the place with some of the outfits he had on, including that one night he came out in like a some kind of armor suit. I told him it looked like Adam Ant. <laughs> oh, there's some great pictures of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah those you know what was out. really cool was I would catch Jesse acting just like a fan. He was he was taking pictures of everything. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I thought Jesse and that that was one of the things I really enjoyed too. Not that I don't like mingling with fans, of course, but uh, it's just one of those unique opportunities you get where you can talk to. I mean, Matt Bolton was, you know, just like hanging out like a regular guy. I got to talk to him a lot. Didn't talk to Rachel too much, but a little bit. And uh, but Jesse and Prairie would come by. It's just fun talking to those guys, you know. They're always. Fun. Well, you know what, Doug? That makes me feel a little bit better because the night of Todd's birthday, I I made a fool of myself. I fear. Uh, I loved Matt. I thought he was a terrific addition. But I was so excited about Rachel breaking the gender barrier, and I know Michelle and. And Shandy and Jenny were in the background singing, and, and they were always amazing. But as far as a female musician, to get up there with those guys after all these years, I, I was making an idiot out of myself thanking Rachel for being that one. And I forgot – Matt was standing right there, and I forgot to praise him too. So belated praise uh, He got Matt. plenty of that, I'm sure. He was he was very talkative, and uh, he's really excited, you can tell. I think, too, one thing I noticed, and I read in a report similar, similar that, you know, they're, they're trying to – I think right now they're just trying to, you know, get their feet wet, figure out what's going on, and kind of get to know Todd a little bit in the music and get comfortable. But I and I saw the same thing from Michael Urbano. I got to see his first uh, show on the drums over in Dallas when he did when he toured with Todd last year. Right. And now, granted, Michael Urbano, just like I'm sure Matt and Rachel, that's a gifted musician. He knows his stuff. But they just, you know, they got to get used to playing with the band. Sure. I think uh, after a couple of shows, they're going to start moving around. They're going to be a little wild. It's going to be fun. I mean, that's the youth movement for this tour, you know? So I can't yeah. wait to see them. But that Rachel, oh, man. I, I, she she was, I mentioned this on the show earlier, she was pounding that bass. I mean, that song, uh, it's called Panic, I believe. It was stamina that night on the set list, but I think they're going to call it Panic. It was. It's very bass. I really hope we can play it sometime and uh, so y'all can hear it. It's not, I don't think it made the, I think that was one of the songs that didn't make the bootleg from, uh, the Oshkosh show, but I remember it very well because of that. So it was she was really doing well. All right, so let's and take. And she's uh, absolutely this, tiny too. She's what? oh, she's she's fantastic. She's a powerhouse. She's a workhorse. Dude, we love her. She's all that stuff. Y'all just like her because she's a girl. That's right. That too. The irony of that is that all the girls that just love to be on Chasm's side and see Chasm now are going to have to be hanging out on the side. Oh, we miss Chasm. Girl, girl power. I know you. That's do. right. But you just you like the girl power thing going too, so it's kind of funny. I don't know. I'm gonna. That's actually. It's. I think the way it looked from the show in uh, Hawaii that Rachel and Matt will be 
fairly close together on the same on Chasm's side typically, and Jesse will still be on his own over there on the other side. In the in the clam digger section. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so let's take finally. We're gonna let Bill Bricker on. What's up, Bill? Hey, Doug. Hey. I know you're making me wait because I bogarted your show when I was over there talking That's about right. the hike. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. Hey, back. Hey, back. Yeah, this is this is. Um, I think one of the first things I wanted to say was it was so surreal being there. You like wanted to permanently memorize everything and ingest it, but then enjoy it was very freaky. But starting about Saturday afternoon, I started to get depressed in anticipation of it ending. But then I started propping myself up with this thought. The reality that that I now have come back to is one that includes the fact that I was there. So whatever else happens, you know, this was just a shining moment, and to be aware of it um, was was brilliant. And one of the reasons that I went, because at first I, I was like, you might as well be on the moon. What are you talking about? How can I go to Hawaii? Well, one of the reasons I went was just sort of to honor the fan that I was 30 years ago, you know, and if I had been able to tell myself then that you're going to do this, I'd say, oh, get out of here. You, you never do that. That's just crazy talk. You know, so I just really you know, to respect my own sense of former obsession was one of the reasons that I had to go. But um, you talk about the great the great moments. It really, for me, it it really was the fans. I mean, and they they fit in like all these different categories and echelons. Like there's old fans like Ed Victor and Liz that I knew from the early '80s. hadn't seen them since, so that was a wave, and then another wave was all the people like, you know, Roger and EJ and CLB and Lanny and all these folks that I've known online for 10, 15 years, never set eyes on them. And then to meet them in Hawaii was just yeah, so, so cool. And then some new people, too, the ones that, you know, I had never seen them before, but then just we had this instant rapport, and like you said, um, you know, you didn't have to explain Todd to anybody. So you just, but then it was like getting to the people past that. You zoom past that so fast, so fast, you get into the other, you know, touch these other people's lives and similarities with you, and it was just, it was just um, magic. I mean, that's the only, that's the only word that I could keep coming back to. Um, so, what a, what a week. Magic, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, um, there was one couple of things I've been kind of making little notes here, some things that people haven't touched on yet. One of my favorite stories, I met a guy, a chap from London, and he said his wife was having just a great time. She couldn't go, but she was having a great time back home because they would say, well, where's your husband? And she would say, oh, he's in Kauai. Oh, why? He's celebrating his 60th birthday. And he's gone to a 60th birthday party. Oh, family? Uh, no. Friend? No. Ever met him? No. Well, how long? A week. Okay, and where's he going to stay? The guy's house. <laughs> so it was like, okay, you're going halfway across the world to celebrate the 60th birthday party of someone you've ever met and staying at his house for a week. And then it doesn't even matter whether it's Todd Renger anymore. It's like, what is this? You know? What is that about? So I like, like turning that upside down because, um, you know, trying to explain Todd who, even on, even on going to the tubing thing, and, and I, I jumped straight to bang the drum, and the tubing tour person didn't even know bang the drum. And I thought, like, funny? Oh, great. Yeah, oh, hello, it's me. They knew nothing. They didn't even, didn't even know hello, it's me. But um, 
And so there were other other big moments, other little moments, private moments. There was a kind of a private thing, and without getting into great detail, everybody that was on the tubing ride, you know, um, there was someone on the ride that just had a great personal accomplishment type moment, and it was so good to be there with them mm-hmm. that I felt like that was just that was just incredible. It wasn't just this trip to Hawaii and taught everything. It was a it was a you know sort of this this great moment for them, and uh, it was great to be there and share that. And, uh, but one thing, I'm going to be really disappointed if, I, if it doesn't end up on YouTube, what you guys did to me on the tube ride. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I was there, you know, where we go, we do the tubing thing, I'm so chill, and we're having lunch, and I'm talking to Kelly, and he's talking to me, and he asks me about, you know, Todd and Rolling Stone, and so I'm on autopilot now talking about that. And I felt this fly buzz me, eh, whatever. And he's talking, he's talking, another fly. Like, what, by the fifth time, I'm like, what the, you know, is this? Then I caught out of the corner of my eye, here's, here's Bill Chapman with his camera videoing the whole thing. And somebody, some of the tour guides had like a banana leaf and was like touching my ear on the back. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was very glad to be all oh, y'all. Oh, so this story isn't about shrinkage? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> you mean they shrink? No, it yeah. was... Um, it was funny because it took Bill like five times for he, you know, everybody else a couple times, and he this guy played the game on them. They turn around. Bill just he wanted to talk so bad about his Rolling Stone stuff. He kept yeah, he, he had like he had like really, you know, <laughs> so shy about talking, you know. Oh yeah. my God, so, we were all about to bust a gut. Oh, we were all, I figure it out them, sooner or later. I told them all you're just gonna die. You're gonna get you all one day. You know, one day. Years. It was hard. They're going to start falling. I believe you told us all where we were going to be going later. <laughs> yeah, with your with your fingers. A finger. Yes, I did. I did a little salute there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that the was a finger salute. So, you know, it was weird too out there so for that lunch. Was uh, I had no idea. I guess I'm just not as educated as I think I am. There were cats out there that looked like household cats, like a pet cat. They're yeah, just wild okay. cats all over the place. Yeah. And they come get pretty close if they want food or whatever, but... There was no way you were going to pet them. <laughs> they well, were uh, on the tubing thing, right? They would yeah. come up to the water, and I thought, what kind of animal weird. is that? I couldn't quite yeah. catch them. Roosters and the cats. There's some weird stuff going on in Hawaii, man. Something ain't right. But speaking of the of the of your chap friend, that's so funny. I had, you know, I'd mentioned before Todd's talking about happen. We should make T-shirts to say it's a Todd thing you wouldn't understand, and that's actually applicable to concerts or anything else. You know, somebody needs to do that sometime. We need Kathy to make that. Everybody would buy it. But I was the same way. I didn't want to tell anybody because they just, you know, it's a it's a long explanation. But people would ask me a hundred times over, why why are you going to Hawaii? And I'd go, well, you know, I'm already going to be in California. It's a five hour flight. You know, why not? But uh, I was eating dinner when I got back with some friends, and uh, they were asking, and they kept they kept drilling down trying to get more information. I was trying to pass it off. Oh, you know, we entered two, blah blah blah. Well, then the finally one of them says, well, did it have something to do with Todd Rundgren? <laughs> and I go. Why do you say that? And they go, because well, he was in the newspaper here for his 60th birthday. And, of course, uh-huh. my wife's poker face was gone, and we were busted. Yeah. So we had to go into the whole story. Wait and, a minute. Uh, he was in the newspaper in Alabama? Yep, for his birthday. But they spelled it Lundgren with an L. You know, they had the little birthday sections. They list these people that have their birthday, and they had Todd on there. It was also uh, Carson Daly's uh, birthday. And oh, that's birthday. all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll forgive. We'll forgive Carson. Yeah, it said Todd Lundgren, sixty. So it got me busted. Lundgren. Yeah, we were there for Todd Lundgren's birthday. Yep, Dolph's brother. Cool. <laughs> Dolph, be Dolph. Yeah. And yeah, I, you know, yeah. I won't. I won't keep up any more of the, of the time I've just been on to, to listen. But I do want to give just 
you know, everybody's heard it again about, about Michelle. Uh, but just as an example of the kind of over-the-top she is, after I left, there were like a couple people. I was doing card exchanges with people and got collected and things, but there were a couple of people, like my two favorite new fan friends that I met, you know, Barb and Sarah, mother-daughter, and Neil, who I had a great adventure with, um, I didn't get their contact information. Oops. So I sent an email back to Michelle, just, you know, just want to say thanks again for just, you know, opening your house and being such the perfect hostess. I'll never forget. And I understand if there's no time for this, but if you get around to it, there's a couple people that I'm looking for. And she was back, you know, in 30 minutes with, oh, I think it's these two people. And it's like, I just, you know, yeah, I just, you know, so she's just uh, beyond incredible. And the one thing that she did say when she introduced the show, she said a lot of people have been asking questions all week long, and I'm going to answer a couple of them right now. And one is, yes, we have really, really enjoyed everyone being here all week. Now, go home. (laughs) And everybody's laughing because the wheels, especially that Sunday night, I think the wheels are coming off the bus a little bit. And a lot of that had to do with the locals who showed up. Mm -hmm. One person I heard was overheard in the tent saying, well, who's playing tonight? (laughs) They didn't even know where they were or what was going on. And so they kind of came in and the mix and the vibe started to change a little bit. Well, there was you know what, something I wanted to say to everybody out there, though, was that we were a very green campsite. We did recycling, mm-hmm. did we not? Yeah. And mm-hmm. th- there's a beautiful picture of all the tents that were donated, I think, to the YMCA right. uh, on the front porch of the Rundgren's house. Oh, was that uh, what they were? Okay. Yeah. We did not make a, a landfill a disaster uh, any no. bigger than we had to. No, it was to, very clean the whole time. Yeah, it I mean, was. Incredibly clean. And the cans, the cans said rubbish. I, I don't yeah, know rubbish. why they said rubbish on them. Yeah. but I think maybe rubbish. a Brit, one of the British fans might have labeled those cans, but I yeah. keep thinking rubbish. rubbish. <laughs> it was either bottle rubbish. can or rubbish. Rubbish was everything that wasn't a bottle or can, I guess. But, uh, yeah, the, the grounds looked nice the whole time, I thought. There was a lot of talking going on during the show, too, I think, because of some of the locals, which is a little irritating, but I just, uh, you know, would scoot up and tune that out. But mm. uh, I think that probably if they were – seriously ready for people to go it's just more it's hard to entertain people for that long i'm sure but i think as far as company goes and 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 enjoying people i think they really did and they probably no doubt you know i'm sure michelle probably was sad in a way you know when people did leave because you know just imagine how great it is having 200 people there that just you know think you're the greatest and todd left right after that so she's left all Mm -hmm. by herself yeah cleaning it up Yeah, well, Last thing before I before I go, I I think the, this album you're talking about might be even older. This one that has this. Un, uh, if the song is called Sissy Strut that Todd plays on, no. Oh yeah, that's maybe no. Early okay, Dad that's Earl Ham's Earl Dowd's Super Jam music from Free Creek. So this is a different thing. Okay. Yeah, some of you old school guys, check it out. See if you have ever seen it before. Uh, because I they Bring act like it's never been out before. It's called the Secret Sessions, and you know yeah. it's not. It's not very, to me, it's not Toddish, you know, but it's something to, to check out. It's good. It's just not, you know, you don't hear, you really, Todd doesn't stand out in it or anything like that. Yeah. But, hey, I'm just the messenger, man. Don't shoot the messenger. Hey. All right. So I, I'm looking forward to all the other mini-fests that we have from, from <laughs> you know, you now until Kingdom Come. Are you making any shows that are on schedule now? Uh, the only one that's coming close to me so far is is the Sergeant Pepper thing. But my wife is, is a big Bo Bice fan, so we're like morally obligated to go Bo Bice and Todd on the same stage. Yeah. I think it's be cool if they yeah. do. Well, a mixed marriage, huh, Bricker? 
<laughs> Penny Lane is was in in Wings and in Moody Blues. So if I get Todd doing like Live and Let Die or something, I'm gonna. Well, I do know, have, I do have some little people on that show. I do know that obviously they're doing the Sgt. Pepper's thing, but uh, Todd yeah, is doing three of his own songs. Everybody's supposed to do something of their catalog, and that if yeah. Denny Lane is doing has Moody Blues and Wings to pick from, it might be mm. a little difficult. Band on the Run, you know. Oh my God, uh, yeah. awesome! And and uh, Lou uh, Graham is Graham. It? from, from uh, Foreigner. Ooh, I like him. I I just it's a group, and if they do it the way they did Walk Down Abbey Road, all of them play everybody's songs. Cool. So you get to get Todd doing all these classics from the '70s, and you know he won't do his songs from the '70s, but you know, except for Hello, It's Me, and I Saw the Light, probably, Bang the Drum, probably. Do you know um, who the musical director is for that event? I have no idea. Jesse Gress. Awesome. Well, Mr. Gress, maybe he'll Happy pull in do peripheral Todd tunes, you know. And there you go. So, in, uh, uh, hey, Greg, Greg Hawks is in that, and Prairie Prince, uh, right? Isn't it I was Prairie? wondering who they were going to be getting for drums and bass, yeah. I think that's right. I know Todd mentioned it in the interview. He said three of the new cars will be with me on that. So I think it's, it's Greg. I know for sure. I think the other one was Prairie. Yep. Sweet. So, be a great yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope the, I hope the album arena can, does well enough that it'll have another leg and, and run around through again because I really do want to see it again live. And I also want the album so desperately just to get the student quality. There you go. Hey, Doug, talking about all these bands reminds me of something funny. And then I'm going to sign off because I've got something to do. But, um, Todd was down by the Michelle bar, by the far bar one night, and he was regaling us all with a story where he uh, imitated the lead singer from Flock of Seagulls. And I have to say that was a little moment I've got filed away in my mind because if you remember that video, which was just such a low-budget video, um, I think it was just mirrors and tinfoil. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was. That's right. It was horrible. If you saw it, you can't forget it. And uh, Todd did his little imitation of – how the lead singer slash keyboardist, and, and I'm using that word really, really generously, uh, he would make a big show, like a flourish, uh, holding his hand up in the air and then putting his hand down for just one little chord. Oh, I missed play. that. And uh, it was pretty hilarious. I mean, there were many funny moments. But for some reason, Todd was talking about Dirty White Boy and uh, by Foreigner. Maybe he was thinking about Lou Graham. I don't know. But in December, when he came to Austin, we we wasted some important time, and I put wasted in quotes, talking about Ted Nugent, and I was hitting myself on the forehead the other day, and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way when they walk away from talking to Todd. It's like, why have I had three conversations with Todd in this calendar year, and they involved Flock of Seagulls, Foreigner, and Ted Nugent? I need to know this. I need to understand why we haven't discussed Elvis Costello, Rufus Wainwright, whoever. Uh, you know, fight. Anybody but. Anybody but. Bo Bice. What the hell? Bo Bice. Whatever. Anyway, I'm going to sign off now. It has been so fun. It has been serving my Jones. I got the needle hanging back out of my arm again. Uh, it's been super <laughs> to talk to you guys, and I hope this is just the start of more insanity and 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 the rest of it. And I miss y'all, and uh, everybody just uh, try to keep it keep it uh, going in your own hometown. There you go, Pippi. Thanks for hosting with us, and be sure to check out the archives in the next show. We're probably going to get into that as well because we got four calls right now on hold, and I still got a five right. minute clip deal I want to play, and we still got to play Mad. It's going to be a good show. All right, all right. Care, see you guys, guys later. Yeah. Bye, Kevin. I know you're busy. Good night. See you, Brick. Right. Bye, Doug. There you go. It's all good. Okay, so, so Pippi is gone. Cruiser Mount, it's you and me. Oh, boy. There goes the show. There it goes. Oh, well. What are you going to do? <laughs> this thing is just, you know, this show's wild. I got four people on hold. 
and I'm sure they're tired of hearing me talk about it. I'm going to leave Bill on because I think he wants to just keep listening, so I'll put him on hold right quick, and then he can stay on the phone. Let's take this call. I'm going to guess this is Darnell, but it may not be. Somebody calling in on a private system or Skype or something, you're on the air. Is it me? It's you. Um, it's not a private system. It's my own telephone at home. I think Darnell's calling from space or something. Uh, Well, yeah. Safety, all right. Uh, That's me. So, um, Podstock, yeah. It was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Thanks for your contribution. Next caller. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seriously thinking of going to um, Austin and Dallas only because that's my way of keeping the fun going. There's a lot of Todd Stockers going to be in Texas. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. Well, there were a lot of Todd Stockers, Todd Stockers from Texas. Are you saying Hawaii. stalkers or stalkers? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you got to be a Todd Stalker. We want to hang out with you or whatever. But, I mean, Chris Craddock's going. He wasn't it's Todd Stock, but I, I look forward to seeing him. I saw him in Atlanta at that show, and he's fun. It's, you know, it's going to be a blast. I'm I'm saying like I'm going. I'm not a lock yet, but Darnie, you were being wishy-washy about it. You were being very. I'm kind of wishy-washy it. about it, but but then you know I just have to see. Like I'll see a show on Wednesday, and then I'll I'll decide. You know it's just going to get better as they get more practice. I do know that, and I and I I just like going places. You know I I've traveled over the past three years. I've traveled a lot to go to Todd shows, and it's because of the camaraderie with the people that you talk to online all the time. So when when they decided to do Todd Stock, I thought, perfect, because I've mentioned before how great it is to meet all the people that, that know Todd's music and are, are fans of his, and, and that's what I really enjoy about it. You know, Todd is like, you know, Todd. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, he's a great musician, but it's really, really fun, all the people you meet, and you have a lot in common with and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what did you have in common with people? Um, I know them from other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know. I, I've, I really, it was fun seeing, like Veggie and Amy and Kim and and being with Sherry and and uh, Jean and Kiko from Japan. Oh, Keiko, she was darling. She well, she stayed with us in our condo. Um, Not the whole time. Just, she had a tent. Well, she had both, but as soon as we got. Our condo, um, she came and stayed with us every night. But that's the whole thing. It's like seeing all those people in a place that you would never suspect you'd all be hanging out together, you know. That's right. what makes it really fun and special and nice. And we, and we all love Todd and have liked him for a long time. So it was a no-brainer. I knew it was going to be fun. And I'm glad that everybody more or less behaved themselves. Yeah, you know? except for you. Why didn't I behave myself? You were wild. Yeah, I was so wild. (laughs) I wasn't wild at all. Darnell and Sherry and them would leave every night pretty early. Yeah. You know, I just, I I have to say, I was at the martini bar. I looked at Todd. He looked at me. I never even approached the martini bar. I talked to Todd one time when I was there and had a conversation with him. I maybe talked to Michelle twice. But my take on the whole thing was, Gads, there's a million people here. I'm not going to talk to them unless I have something to say to them about something. Because everybody else wants a, you know, a, a bit of them or to be able to say something to them or talk to them. And, you know, I, 
I was there in April and I had access to Michelle and and talked to her for hours. So, you know, and I've talked to Todd a lot. So I I just figured everybody it's everybody else's turn. I I actually steered clear of almost everybody. I talked to Matt and Rachel a little bit because I brought strings for him. And isn't Matt a nice guy? He's a Rachel very nice guy. That was really. Cool. They're so young, Why? both of them. Yeah. He he is he's a very nice very nice young man. Those island girls love him, boy. Yeah. Not, not just the island girls. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Yeah, trust me, they're gonna be on his side of the stage. Chasm doesn't, you know. Chasm's <laughs> gonna miss out. Oh goodness! <laughs> but it's but yeah, I loved uh, every minute of it though. You know, it was it was so much like summer camp for grown ups. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. You know, nobody has mentioned the uh, Spicoli guy yet. <laughs> <laughs> he was a local, by the way. Yeah, and very nice, but but Dude, I mean, it was uncanny how much he looked like Spicoli. Spitting image and acted like. Spicoli. All we need is some tasty buds and some high waves, and I'm good, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was... Had a hat on the whole time. Yep. Long blonde hair. And never, never wore a shirt. Like, yep. he, I know, and, you know, every time he'd walk by, he'd kind of have this swagger and a little snarly of a smile on his face, you know, and I thought... <laughs> we saw him in town the last day when we were sort of driving around. Where did we see him? In Honolulu yeah, or something? Down at, uh, yeah, at the shopping area, whatever that is, that little... Yeah, we're at Bubba's Burgers and that yeah. little past principal shopping area. He's yeah. riding around on a skateboard. I mean, dude, come <laughs> on! I loved it. <laughs> he was, he was Spicoli, no doubt. Exactly. <sighs> it was fun. It was really fun. But I, I do things like I'd get really spaced out, and when I was shopping, I'd leave my keys in the store, yep. and then I'd be going, Sherry, I lost my keys. But we all took turns. Uh, losing things while we were there, and then finding them and stuff like that. So. You guys, did you, did you go from your condo since you were too scared to camp and you were? I was your really glad I wasn't camping. Did you see that spider? <laughs> did you go? Did you show up for breakfast? Always. Did you? Wasn't I was there in the morning before you were there. Uh, not all the time. Well, I'll tell you what; those were some of the best scrambled eggs in the world. I don't know. Really if good, and Veggie did a great job doing the, all the vegetarian stuff because yeah. there's a couple nights when, like when they, well, she wasn't there when they had the pig, but one night she, when she made veggie burgers, I had that instead of I think pork or something. Bless her heart, she worked hard. I mean, I didn't. Her and I, Amy were like, wow, they were always in there, you know, and. and I think I signed up for something and didn't even show up. I think Sherry ended up doing dishes. I signed up for cleanup, and I probably cleaned up for about 15 minutes was all. Mm-hmm. But slacker. I'm a slacker. Yeah, well, I got, to, I got to cook some eggs one time over there. It's fun. Yeah, I know uh, you just, were there cooking I wasn't eggs. supposed to, but I showed up, and we were late, and started cooking for ourselves, and all of a sudden a line formed. <laughs> so we went to town. Me and Bill Bricker and uh, somebody else is with me. Um, Kelly, I think. And, and that's the great, great thing. Time. Everybody, everybody, uh, like, took up the slack when something was lacking or somebody needed something. There was always somebody there to help. Yeah, it was. I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed. One of my favorite things was just getting up and going to breakfast because I don't know. Everybody seemed to be there. The food was always good, and Michelle was always down there. And although I didn't, you know, hang out with her for every breakfast, talk to her every time. There's just something about having her around. You know, she's very charismatic. And then, 
you know, everybody just seemed to be in a good mood, getting ready for the day. The weather was nice. It was cool. Very, very relaxing, very nice. Uh, it was. I didn't have I... to shower either. I'd go in there, you know, with the same clothes from yesterday so I could have my badge of honor, you know. She said, wear the same shirt, so I did that a couple times, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked to Claudia, you know who Claudia Gray is, Michelle. We haven't even mentioned the Grays yet. They were great. They were fantastic. And I'm telling you, if it wasn't for Michelle and Claudia and her brother John, they're the ones that, you know, I mean, it was Todd's idea, but they pulled it off. You know, they're the ones that made all the arrangements for all the food and all that and kind of lined lined up the troops and got it all together and, you know, probably ordered the pig or whatever else it was that was needed and stuff. They worked their butts off. Well, one good thing is that they, well, I mean, what people may not know, I mean, uh, John is Michelle's brother and Claudia is his wife, so that's Mm -hmm. Michelle's sister-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. And she did the snorkeling a few times, taught people where to go and all that, and then everybody kind of got to do it on their own for, for the most part. But she did a few of those trips. He went as well, I believe. But uh, they were super nice, and they were, you know, she was kind of the, I mean, she does a lot more than this. I'm not trying to say this is all she did, but she was always walking the dogs, you know, when you saw her a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, there was tons of those around, the Dotsons. And uh, there was a little puppy. One of them was a puppy. It was the cutest thing. And those dogs would just chill, you know, they just laying around like no big deal, like what's up? cute dogs they were very funny i loved it when they would just suddenly decide to all bark and take off at the same time <laughs> yeah that was all right hey look cute. let me make an answer because 616 just hung up on me uh we're gonna roll into another show i'm gonna have to uh when this one ends i'm gonna have to boot it back up so uh once once i say the show's over y'all exit the chat room and i'll start up a new one or actually just leave it in that chat room see if it stays on it probably will and then you'll have to go back, though, and hit the, well, you're going to have to leave. You're going to have to hit the click to listen button again because I'm about to start a brand-new show uh, here in about three minutes. But what we'll do on the next show, hopefully the guy from Hi-Fi Records will call in, John, and uh, we will play a clip from Mad. And I have a clip that I wanted to play early on in the show, but, you know, we got bombarded with calls from the get-go. So uh, I'll play it because I worked hard on it. I want you to hear it. It's kind of a, a pre Todd Stock stuff with a little bit of Deering Todd Stock stuff that I put together. It's kind of fun. So we'll check that out, and we'll take more calls, and I'll get Maude on the phone. She'll send me her number, which I think she's going to do. And uh, we will keep on keeping on. So we all need to hang up and exit Not the stream and everything? a couple minutes. But, yeah, you'll need to we'll, – yeah, we'll have to start over, basically, is what we're going to do, like a brand-new show. I got it. Is that cool? Yeah, so Darnell, what else you got? You got two minutes. Oh, I was, anyway, I was going to say, so Claudia walked up to me on Sunday, not, actually Monday morning, and so I said, so how you doing? She's like, oh, okay, I'm okay. And I go, are you glad that most of them are leaving today? I go, how can I, you know, because I always think, and I thought this a lot when I was there, there were a lot of people in their yard, and from the two nights I was there before I got my condo, and yes, I did sleep in my car. I didn't get mosquito bites as a result. Um, <laughs> and I was happy to because I woke up and I'd see the sky, not a tent. Um, but having that many people, and they would wake up at the crack of, of dawn because, you know, the chickens or the roosters were just, like, making noise. So people were up really early in the morning, and they'd go to bed really late at night. And it's just weird, to I'm sure, to look out your front window and see mass amounts of people around so i'm sure that when it was time for us to leave they were happy we were leaving yeah yeah 
yeah. Not that they didn't love us dearly, but. Mm-hmm. All right, sure... Darnell, if you want to call in to the t- top of the next show, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just play a promo clip right quick, and then I'm going to hang up, and then the other show will start up. Give it just a little bit. I'll play some music to start it, of course, so that you'll have time to uh, hit the click the list button and all that stuff. So you won't miss anything. And I hope you're enjoying this. I know it's been a long time, but we got, uh, you know, we had a lot of callers, and we still got a lot of stuff to talk about if you want. And uh, even if you weren't at Todd Stock, you're welcome to call in and ask questions to me and Mel. We were there. We can answer them for you. And yeah, I want to hear right. about the Cleveland show. Yeah, we want to hear about the Cleveland show, too. too. All right, I'm going to get off, though, because I want somebody else to have a chance to talk. Okay, Darnell, you go get off. Please. I'll talk to you guys <laughs> later. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is John Forensic, and you're listening to RungrenRadio.com. <laughs> 